Ain't this what they've been waiting for? This song got a purpose today. You ready? It got a purpose, man. Uh, so, if you're listening to the podcast, I want to welcome you to the Paid and Exposure podcast because um, last episode, I was talking my shit at the end. And I got a couple of DMs. You know. Who takes their time to DM me? Oh, I get crazy. I get wild DMs, whether it's from on my. Hold on. I heard this at my boy wedding this weekend. This this shit went off. You know I think I'm a DJ. This happened to me before. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. So before we get to this point, I want to uh, first give a hand clap to my homeboy Ez for getting married this weekend. Um, him and his bride Lauren was amazing. Shout out, special shout out to my friends, my family, um, who are my family. Excuse me. Who was able to go up with, um, go up to Indiana and celebrate with Ez? His wife Lauren is amazing. Their house is beautiful. You ever went in somebody's house and you was just like, "Damn, I ain't got it. I ain't leaving." Sorry, they, bro, they got to move. Bro, I walked in their crib. I said, "Bro, you know how you got money?" He was like, "What you mean?" I said, "Bro, you got two <laughs> dining room tables and each of them got like six seats, bro, and they in two different rooms." I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro. Oh, you know, you know what they got? They got the we eat here, and then you know you went to your grandma's house back in the day. Back, you can't. You can I, walk. You can walk in here, but bro, you ain't, we ain't gonna never they, sit here. They got that, and I was like that. But hold on, let's get back to this shit because <laughs> once Meek Mill go off, then we gonna stop, and I gotta talk my shit. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. Where, where you at, Meek? I did it without an album. I did shit with Mariah. Me too. Love nigga, I'm on fire. I am. Icy as a hockey ring, Philly nigga, I'm flying. When I bought the shout out to all the Royce, Philly Jones. <laughs> Top tell shit, nigga. Philly Jones, what's up, Philly? I'm gonna come back and see y'all next year. I promise you. Yeah, I gotta go to Philly. Oh, I saw Lance Stevenson in uh, Indiana. His phantom was huge. That phantom was beautiful too. Yeah, I walked past him. I was like, all right, bro. Hold up. All right, me. Let's get it. Sit on your couches right now. Sitting on your couch right now. I don't know what you're doing. You should be shaking your baby in there. Flexing on these niggas. I'm like, Papa, I always want I really do think I'm a DJ. That's how they be hating on you. They do be wanting you out of the game. You ever notice how photographers be really wanting other photographers out the, photographers out the game? Yes. We gonna get that. Uh, hold on. Yeah. When it come to me, yeah. I got young niggas that's rolling. I got niggas throwing bees. I didn't did the DOA. I didn't did the KODs. Every time I'm in that bitch, I get to throwing dirty jeans. All right. By the way, uh, Atlanta, I will be in Magic City this Monday. Don't ask why. But Damn, allegedly, why? I'm supposed to be in Magic City this Monday. Okay. I wanted that. Because I, you asked me off air how was Vegas, and I was like, yeah, it was great. We didn't get to go to the strip clubs. Uh, and I still have my money just in case the strip clubs are going to be open. So my boy was like, yo, you trying to go to Magic City? And I was like, man, might as well. Um, Before my, we get my started. My wife would never let me go to Magic City. Well, you know, I got a cool I'm, wife. I'm not married enough. I'm saying my future wife <laughs> would not let me go to Magic City. My wife is super cool. Um, <laughs> she finds it funny when I go to strip clubs. I don't know why. But uh, before we get started, before we go there. 
Um, last episode, we ended the podcast because I talked about on how this podcast has a purpose. And I kind of want to reiterate that because um, this podcast is super important. And I feel like, and it's not because I'm doing it, it's because I saw a void within the community and I really felt like I I want to get in there and I want to change the narrative. Um, there's this narrative, and it's, it's kind of true, but photographers, we really don't look out for each other. We really don't try to help out each other. It's really like, it's one of those tough competitions where it's just like cutthroat. Yeah. And it, we're not the only genre of people that are cutthroat. But Oh, no, this is but this is to your face cutthroat. And it's, and it's cutthroat from... If I don't, if I don't rot with you, like mm-hmm. I think we a couple episodes ago we talked this before, like every times you send me people, I yeah. send people to you, yeah, like, <clears throat> but people don't really do that mm-hmm. unless they know you and they rot with you, and that's photography. Yeah, they will blatantly say they will tell people why they don't see you, and it, it'd be something that's off the wall that they have nothing known about or whatever. And so. Um, but the more I look at this, I say, yo, this podcast has a purpose and I'm willing to sacrifice other things I'm doing to help fulfill that purpose. I'm not saying I'm the only black photographer you podcast out there. Shout out to I want to say his name is Black Shutter Podcast, um, which is a black photographer who interviews other black photographers. Mm-hmm. Bomb. Um, shout out to them. Um, even though I have some issues with Building Bloom, they have a podcast <laughs> out there that serves a purpose. You know, um, Fronos has a podcast that serves a purpose. B&H has a podcast. They serve purposes. But if you want, if you want that real shit, (laughs) if you want somebody to come up in here, we not playing, we joking, you know, we joke a lot, but we also are serious, but we also just going to let you know how we feel when we feel. And it's going to be things that will be said today that um, my guest does not agree with. And it's cool. He gets to explain why he don't agree with it. It's going to be things I he says that I don't agree with. I get to explain that um, this isn't no let's come in here and kiss each other asses. Let's come in here and argue the whole time. It's just kind of like, yo, this is what we see in the community. We do want to fix it. We do want to address it. And we do. Um, and that's just, why I like coming on here. Like, I, I love. Thank like, you. I hit you. Like, let me let me come on. Yeah. Let's talk and see. What, let's, like, let's talk. Like, let's and, get it on. and if you want to come on, shoot me a message. Um, even if you're not in North Carolina, I'll have no problem. I have the capabilities now. Shout out Ooh. where we can call you and interview you. Um, however, don't bring your black ass on here thinking this is the breakfast club. I'm letting you niggas know that now. And you nine niggas too. This ain't the breakfast club. You ain't famous. You you ain't getting interviewed. <laughs> I had people come on this damn podcast, bro. And they be really thinking like, yo, this is Hot 97. This is Big Boy. This is the breakfast club. This ain't it, man. Like we really... This is a conversation, but this is also some real shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, I drink the whole time. So the more he I does drink, drink so. the whole time, it gets a little reckless. So I, <laughs> please, I apologize to all of y'all. So, yeah. um, so anyway, I wanted to get that shit out the way. Um, however, welcome to the Paid Exposure Podcast. I don't know what episode this shit is. Hold on. Give me one second, man. What episode is it? It got to be like 44. Anybody know the episode? Anybody? That was just, yeah. that, that was me speaking to our fake audience that watches us do the Well, podcast. shout out to the to people in my live that I already done checked in. Shout 44. Out 40, episode 44. Um, first of all, I have a special guest. Um, I have known this guy for probably, probably close to a year, if not yeah. longer. Um, this is the only guy who has actually texted me and said, where you at? I dropped my pen and he showed up. Shout out to you other weird ass photographers who've asked me where I am and you've recorded me or you just walked past me and some other shit. But this I guy still I that shit was still creepy to this day. 
Bro, it was the weirdest <laughs> shit, man. And like it was kind of kind of creepy, guys, that but I'm just giving you heads up. Shit ever. Bro, but um shout out, I have special guest Charlotte photographer Ricklin who wants me to call him Rico cuz last time I kept calling him Ricklin the whole time. And he was like, "Bro, bro, what, what I mean, are you doing?" You know, whatever. What's up, man? Chilling, man. I'm Welcome back. Always always a pleasure to be here again. Like you said, I I love um I've done other interviews on podcasts that I will not promote. Like I do oh, this one gosh. because because I, I it's too scripted for me. Like it's too much of the say this to so gain so we don't lose people, we gain people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anybody that's ever met me personally understands and knows that at the end of the day, oh my phone fell over. Anybody knows at the end of the day, like I say whatever the fuck I want to say out of my mouth. Like Absolutely. And I feel like it's crazy I just posted about this. Like us as black photographers, us as black business people. We have to be comfortable with voicing our opinions, but at the same time, giving respect on what we say. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean what I say. Yeah, <laughs> understand that one hundred ten percent. But at the same time, if you don't agree with it, cool. We can agree to get you. We can still do business together. We just, Absolutely. I just know where you are at that point. Absolutely, you know, you fake or friendly. Which one? Which one? We're gonna put you. You can pick one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Uh, I do want to welcome him on this podcast. If you did not listen to the last episode he was on, he was on episode shit. I love when this happened when I don't know what episode the last guest was on. I you, was on that one. You was on the one. Who fucking knows? It doesn't even fucking matter. Oh, never mind. Episode 37. And you brought the makeup artist. What is her name? What is her name? Whitney. Whitney. Shout out to Whitney. Sorry. Shout out to Whitney. I see her Instagram name in my head. And I was like... I don't want to call it that, but shout out to Whitney, man. Um, anyway, we got an interesting topic today. Um, but before we get started, you told me to do it, so I got to make sure I do it. Here's the drops. Yes. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast, a podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Now here's your host, Charlotte photographer Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? No, absolutely not. Shout out to pay your mom um, and exposure. I <laughs> I have a girl. <laughs> hold on. I'm sorry. I ain't want to. Uh, you know what? You good? Spe- speaking of like my uh my last self portrait was called your mama left her wig at my house. I saw that shit. I was like, yo, this is. I like. What color was that backdrop? Uh, canary yellow, and it okay. came, and I ordered it from um, not Savage but Superior. Okay, yeah, because I like how it kind of it looks like it might be easy to turn it orange. Yes. Um. So, you, did you see the post I did with um? She's and she's super dope too. You should hit her up. Um, with Betty. Uh huh. Um, that one I did with her, it was on that same backdrop. How mm. it kind of look orange? Yeah. It's really based on light to distance. It really does change. Interesting. And for me, being like, I was like, dang, this shit looks good, but. I got bored. We, yeah. We left the little wig over there. Yeah. And all that shit. And I was like, yo, I'm about to do this shit. Yeah, nah, I thought it was super dope, man. Um, Going back to the exposure thing, shout out to the young lady that's in my DMs now who has not hit me up for over a year. Um, She did contact me and was like, oh, you know, let's work. And I said, cool. And then I asked her, I said, "Uh, so when you want to shoot? And she said, oh, maybe this weekend. After This is after I sent her my prices and uh Oh, we know that dates. conversation. Go. Bro. And she has yet to respond back to me. Um, when I asked her today, I was like, oh, so what time? When? And she was like, oh, how about this weekend? I'm like, bro, clearly you didn't look at shit I sent you because there's no dates available this weekend. But whatever, man. Right. That's how people get down. It's all good. Um. Anyway, we have an interesting topic today. 
Um, okay. Today is going to be interesting because we are in the social media age. Mm. We really are. Mm-hmm. It runs everything. Yeah. Um, AI, artificial intelligence, runs everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to state how you can't run a business. I don't know not one successful business that does not depend, relate, or promote, or capture audiences, or whatever the case may be. They run some part of their business on social media. The The businesses, and I kind of want to say this, and if you notice what churches, especially during this pandemic, that are still striving. Are they baptizing people on on. Uh- What's that thing? Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pour your own water, get your own lemons, <laughs> put it in your pool, and get baptized Bruh. in the name of Jesus. But the churches that do not do any social media, a lot of the old school small church, they are struggling at this moment. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the smaller ones aren't because they can still have so many members come in. But a lot of the, especially like a lot of, um, a lot of churches you notice who do not promote on social media are struggling. And a lot of small businesses that, was like, oh, we don't do social media. We, we, you know, word of mouth. You come in, they struggling. Um, those days are over. Those days are over. Elevation. How, <laughs> however, we had a discussion. See what happened? He stopped talking about elevation the with the henny, and his phone fell over. Well, um, they know what it is. So it's interesting to say right now. I, I, I wrote, I wrote Rico. What time? What it was like one o'clock in the morning. One of the most random. Yeah, this is like our random. <laughs> yeah, I, I text you and I say, yo, we're going to talk about if Instagram in particular has uh, ruined photography. And the reason why I started noticing that, because I started looking. Um, I started looking and I was watching this documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how uh, they interviewed a bunch of people, whether it's a uh, and all these people had important jobs in the making of so many social media networks. So they mm-hmm. had somebody who's. Who's uh we talking about presidents at Twitter, at Facebook when it first was open, at Google. Mm-hmm. And um these people were in charge of like they had the guy who created the like button for Facebook on there. Wait, that was an independent thing? Yeah. That, no, he he worked for Facebook, oh, okay. but his thing, his job was to create the like button. Okay. Um they had another guy who was in charge of creating tagging the he was the one in charge of like he helped create how to tag people in photos. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching this and he was talking about how um, the AI and everything that went in with all these things were pretty much <clears throat> had good intentions. But now it's causing issues um, on social media. And, it, you know, and it was actually I encourage everybody to go watch it. But the reason why they're kind of talking about how people react and act towards social media. Then I started noticing. I said, man, forget the model part, mm-hmm. because at night, the reason why I came up with it, I saw a model. Um, who was re she was doing all the poses. She's not even a model. Let me stop calling her that. <laughs> and that's what social media has done. Let's go ahead and get that. Everybody's a model. As long, Everybody, as, long as you can pose good and get you a model, right? You know, it, oh my God. We're gonna get there. Hold on. So I'm watching it and I'm like, uh I'm I'm watching this girl and she's doing all the poses, which if you watch the doc, they talk about how children whether and they use male and females how they are so sucked into like social media and what's going on and wh- how what they like how many likes you get mm-hmm. um how many people comment yes, on your yes. stuff how many how long and they were talking about how facebook really has this thing where um and google is helping them to know that all right when you're scrolling like how long you land how long you look at a uh a, a 
page, mm-hmm. a picture before yeah. in your feed, and they know like, okay, if Rico's he's looked at this for the last five seconds, everything else on his timeline he's looked at for half a second. Mm-hmm. He really likes shit like this. Let's only give him this yeah. ads. Okay, his microphone is on, so I know he's talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna start giving him ads, which we know the government. We know them. Yeah. The motherfuckers. I mean, and that's shit. why they don't run my ads now, even though I'm paying them fucking money. And then so and. So what I kind of want to do when I saw this girl doing this, I go, damn, she looked just like that twelve year old that was on that damn dock. Mm-hmm. She was doing the same duck lip poses. She was twerking her neck crazy, and I'm like, what the fuck are we looking at? And so and I start thinking of, I go, damn, have photographers have photography fell into the same bullshit of like social media acceptance and has it ruined has instagram really like just ruined photography what's your thoughts i've been talking too long man <laughs> i ain't gonna say i, I was I, for me it hasn't I, I individually based everything mm-hmm. it's not ruining for me because okay. i'm not i don't have an aesthetic when mm. you look at my when you look at my instagram you might see some things that look the same but then you see something that's like totally different like well why did he switch and do this okay um i think for the majority they haven't found their way yet yeah. And I don't want to put it out there like I'm just, I know where I am right now. Because mm-hmm. um, as we talked before, I'm still figuring shit out. Figuring out. But at the same time, I do know that I'm not going to look like the next person. Mm. But what happens is people look at popularity. Mm-hmm. They look at, if I shoot the the model that got 24,000 followers, even though they may have paid for 10,000 of them. Absolutely. And, um, you know, their engagement is going to bring me people Then I need to stick to a certain code of getting people. Mm. There's one person in, in particular, and I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know this person personally, but I'm going to say his name anyway. When you look at light Walker, uh, photography on his Instagram page, okay. They all have the same style. Mm. Every single photo. Look up this nigga. They, every single photo. <laughs> um, it's usually a over, a over warm hue. Okay. He has them. He, Shoots black models, which okay. hey, I applaud you for that. Get them or black women. <laughs> I put them in there for that. That's but enough. at the same time, when you look at it, it's it's the same thing down the page, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So then you flip, you look at my page. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the fuck you gonna see. I just posted. Sure. Other, I just posted a self portrait the other day. Me in a Afro wig. Yeah, the portrait before <laughs> that was before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the portrait before that was something different. Mm-hmm. And and I say the. The two to say the comparison because Instagram, I think, may not be influencing his decisions, but it he does understand that this is what gets seen by people, mm. and I think that's what ruins it because then when you reach across people like me and you that can offer um, a little bit different quality and style, yeah, they don't look at us because number one, tell them the price they're gonna disappear, yeah, but number two, they look for the 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 really simple shit. So the let shit me they could do themselves that they see happens on Instagram. Let me ask you this, because um, somebody's probably gonna want to know. Yeah, do you think Instagram aesthetic is really that important? No, because I mean, no. It's like when you walk in rooms to go. Mm-hmm. Every section is different depending on when you walk into that section. Absolutely. So why can't my photography be the same thing? When so you, when you walk into my section. Depending on where I am, if it's a if it's a portrait, if I'm being creative, if I'm outdoors, if I'm indoors, Absolutely. why wouldn't I want this to look different? How would you feel really going into, oh, everybody go there. How would you feel going into Walmart and every aisle looked the same, but it had different products on it? That's wild. I never think of it like that. Well, I mean, so I believe that aesthetics don't don't matter. I really I really believe that. Um, because then I get caught up and scared. Is is this the only thing you know how to do? 
You know what I'm saying? Um, and it sucks. And that's a fear of mine. Yeah, yeah. It, me too. Like I, I, I have, I have this one preset that I love. Can't give y'all the juice because this preset <laughs> is bomb. I bought it from this chick. It was the most expensive preset I ever bought, and that shit is a. It's it's amazing. However, if you go on her her page, she uses that preset on every picture of hers. But that's her look, right? But yeah. she's a she's a model. She's a legit model. She ain't no. She ain't you in the wig and me when I'm sitting and I need to post a picture. She ain't that. Mm-hmm. She's a legit model. Mm-hmm. And that works for her. Her aesthetic. I think aesthetics works for models. Yeah. Or, for or bloggers. For photographers, I'm like not so much. And the thing is, I had to stop using our stuff because I was depending on it so much. And the funny part is, if you ever look on my page, I've never put it on my page. But mm-hmm. some clients have it. And I was like, oh, I'm good on this. But And so the thing is, I started looking at it. I'm like. We have been programmed to think certain shit is cool. Like I, I look at it as a photographer, um, and she uses, bro. I promise you, every post she does, mm-hmm. it's it's the cheesy like, hey, hey y'all. First of all, I hate any. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all motherfuckers <laughs> something out here. Stop starting off y'all blogs, y'all posts, y'all videos. Hey guys, hey y'all. That shit is so annoying, bro. It's really annoying, bro. And the thing is. She starts off her page, her every one of her posts with like the the dumbass question, mm-hmm. like, "Hey y'all, I'm having my morning coffee. My branding packages are three hundred dollars. What's your favorite brand of coffee?" And it's like <laughs> nobody answers her fucking question because. But there was a time when that shit was cool. It was acceptable. It was like the thing to nine, do. Nine in twenty twenty. We done yeah, with that. We done with that shit, man. And now I'm looking at people and I'm like, "Yo, it's certain things that we are being programmed to think is cool." There was a time when you needed a, a Ooh. <laughs> trigger, trigger moment. What? I want to let everybody know listen to this podcast. And I want to say this, and no disrespect to them. Um, shout out to the longtime business owners of them. But that um, portrait innovation shit is dead. Oh, yeah, that shit. Um, props coming Duh. to photographers talking about the designs. I want you to understand something. It's dead. Absolutely. If you want to design, if you want something that happens, if you have a vision, I will guide you in the most cost efficient way to get it done. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me my job is to make that full vision come through because you don't want that invoice. Cause yeah, because you, you got to pay for my time. And absolutely. That's what I think. A little deeper, IG has ruined it because we we they show you all this shit right that absolutely. happens to get a final image, but they don't show you what it took to get that final image, bro. Um. That Pinterest picture of that white girl in the black tutu dress with the black balloons and she's like in a garden with the little oh, and yellow. Doing this? Bro, if I get that <laughs> shit one more time, bro. Dead ass, if I get that picture one more she time. Like hands up. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, I hate this shit. One, they don't, you know, I, I get it so much and women all I these, hate balloons in general. Like me, I hate doing balloons. Me too. Much. Because you know what? If you don't have the right lens, um, it's, it takes so much to get everything in that picture. Yeah. Then also, especially in the studio, balloons are trash in the studio. Yeah. Like they, they do their own shit. They, they do their own know, shit. They ugly if they um if they not glossy. And if they glossy, it just bounce more light back in the way. And you just yeah. kinda like, this shit is overrated. Um, so you know, and I was thinking about this programming shit, bro. And I was realizing I'm like, yo, Instagram really be giving us bullshit, bro. Like, mm-hmm. right now, right? I have fourteen point six thousand followers. All right, mm-hmm. I average about three fifty likes. 
None of my followers are fake. I've never paid for a follow a day in my life. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is like Instagram does this thing on their social media site where they hide your shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting tired of you uh, brand people and you freaking... I'm getting tired of you niggas that's online like, oh, it's because your content isn't there. No, no, no. It's because no. you got to play the game with Instagram. You got to pay yeah. to play. Yeah, you yeah, got to pay to play. I was making sure. That, that 10% shit really is a lie because really 5% of that 10%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. We know the 10% is bullshit. And yeah. the reason why I know the 10% is bullshit is because Instagram keeps saying it's not 10%. And I'm like, <laughs> it's bullshit. Is y'all full of shit. Because there's no reason There's no reason if I, if I put something out there and you put, you put it in the line of my followers. With me, I think I'm at 5,000 or something. Yeah. There's no reason that. 400 of them shouldn't see it in that in that span of time not yeah. talking about throughout the day but in that moment because clearly y'all keep showing me the analytics of like what my business days are what the the high percentage likes are but then you tell me you don't you telling me that like 50 people liked it or saw yeah. it like that, that to me that, that's bullshit what's bullshit is we're on instagram so check this out if you listening right now you especially if you're a photographer videographer mm-hmm you are using Instagram for free. <laughs> you are providing them mm-hmm. free content. And I hate that word, but it, it has to be said. You're providing them free art, free content, free stuff for them to own the rights to. I hope everybody know once you post something on Instagram, Instagram can use it, redistrib- redistribute it. They can do whatever the hell they want to with your stuff. That's why, um, I mean, we could talk about watermarks in a little bit, but that's why... If you ever do put something on Instagram, I'm not mad when people do put their own work on Instagram and they put a watermark on it because Instagram can use it however they want to. I don't do it, but whatever, right? <laughs> you, you're you giving Instagram free stuff, and guess what they turn around and do? Mm-hmm. They decide who gets to see your free shit that you supply to them, and then guess what they do? They sell your habits, your you know, they sell who you are, your stats mm-hmm. to somebody else and make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who do not understand that, let me give you a great example. I have a photography sh- t-shirt. Shout out to Rico for wearing it today. Um, be real with you. I wear this. I wear I wear this, and I wear um, Corey's Get Busy Max every time I shoot. Oh, there you go. Shout out to you. Thank you. Hand clap. Uh, first of all, my face on the right now. I wore it in the liquor store. See, that's funny. He he literally got it. Shout out to Corey. Get busy. Um. The funny thing I want to say is, let me give you guys an example. I have a t-shirt. Um, when I was on Facebook, when I had to do my ad, who owns Instagram, by the way, but when I was on Facebook, or when I was doing my ad and I was talking about, hey, uh, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for photographers between the ages of 22 to 35. I need them to be, you know, some type of college educated. There was a reason behind that. And then I took it off, but don't worry about it. I wanted them to be male and female. I wanted them to also like BET and also be interested in photography. All right. I wanted them to be looking up portrait photography. I did not want people who's looking at wedding photography. Why? Because most photographers are not looking up wedding photographers. It's actually bride and grooms. I don't need bride and grooms seeing my ad. So it was very particular what I wanted. And the reason why I'm saying that is that's all Instagram looking at your habits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important to know that. Only reason why I really at that point I wanted people who had some college education because I knew they probably um, were very serious about photography to an extent and they might have had like extra income if they had another job besides photography. Things of that nature, don't ask me. Um, that's not, it got taken off. 
So the reason why, so I'm looking at those programs, and then you know what Instagram say, yo, your posts, why you only got 300 likes? You got 1,500 impressions. What the fuck is an impression, bro? Right, right. I don't know. I, I don't understand it at all. Like, there's, I know something right now. She could post a picture of her neck, right? Mm-hmm. She'll get 1,000 likes, and her impressions will be low as shit, but her engagements are high. And I'll be like, how? Like, technically, wouldn't in, the, in my mind, an impression is first C. Like, mm-hmm. who scrolls past it? Who? Or like you said, they stop, look at it, and keep it moving. Keep moving. They don't have to engage with it, but they can right. keep it moving. So, how the fuck can somebody engage with something and not have a impression? Right. Well, my thing is like, it's all BS because that's what these social media sites create and do. They create this measuring stick, right? That we fall in love with, like we gotta know. I gotta know what the fucking impression is. I gotta, mm-hmm. you know what? I I'm, I'm falling in love with this impression term, so I need that. I need to know, mm-hmm. you know. I gotta hit this mark, and it's bullshit because I'm laughing at that. But you know what makes me even laugh harder? I'm glad I'm not a musical artist. Spotify got this bullshit of what uh, every fifteen hundred songs equals an album sale. Who the fuck came up with that number? It's all yeah, how, how did it. It's all bullshit, bro. So like, they had to, so they had to listen to the album all the way through. And who the fuck knows? But you know, I'm laughing because I was listening. I was listening to um, Joe Budden was talking about when he was on Spotify, like how his Spotify contract worked, and like mm-hmm. certain things didn't count as a listen because people came in halfway through the episode, or people only listened. They didn't start at the very beginning. They started 20 seconds in, or actually an hour in, or whatever. Who gives a fuck? They listen. They listen, and he was saying like, because it te- it's up to them. And I'm, I'm assuming yeah. Spotify sends an alert what how his is set up that says, hey, button's going live or whatever the case may be. Because who picks up a podcast? That's like me if I go on Anchor right now and I go to another episode and I say, you know what? I'm going to skip the minute on this podcast. Like, who, yeah, like, who's who does that? Yeah. It's, it's all bullshit, man. I was just laughing at that. So anyway, all right. Excuse me if you heard me burp. Mm. Um, all right, let's do this. How do you personally uh decompress from social media constraints not necessarily like you know i guess when and i don't want to say like when shit get tough but like how do you really say like all right i'm getting sucked into all this bullshit like how do you say all right i'm going to take a step back um i think my the first thing i always come closer to mike i'll bring closer to you all right cool that's great in there great team the mic came see you oh it is anyway um i hate this guy (laughs) I think um, for me, the first thing I always naturally do is I just stop. Mm. I put my phone on the charger. I lock my computer. I go light my hookah, mm-hmm. and I say I clean. Like I take a step back because I don't. In a moment like where social media is important, it means that you're always tied to it in some fashion, mm-hmm. whether it be your own Instagram. And I'm looking up, okay, what's the next creative thing I can do. How who else have been that I'm trying to like catch up to and follow? What are they doing? Like, what is this like this 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 exotic feeling of like find out, find out, find out, find out? I gotta now take myself away from trying to find out and do yeah. the shit I need to do. So I get away from it by literally phone on the charger, computer locked up, I close the door to that office, and I'm like, bet I'm finna go in here, I'm finna like this hookah, finna thaw some chicken out. I'm yeah. gonna do something that's that's totally opposite of what social media is, and even into the fact like, and shout out to my people that are my people. They understand how I work. I disappear on people. Like, yeah. 
because I know in some form I'm going to have to be tied to them on social media to kind of interact and engage with them, be posting something, then, hey, look, at, I, I put this on the attack desk, you know, reshare it to your story. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for me, not being around it is, is what uh, was it? Out of side of mind. Yeah. Same thing. And I I do that. I've, I found pleasure in doing that a lot more recently because, um, like I mentioned last time, like, there's a lot of times where I find myself floating to fucking copy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And making my own of what I see. Yeah. So to keep me from doing it, I now need to. When I start feeling it, I just cool back up. Yeah. Let me go in here and you know do something else that's different. Yeah. You know how I become a fan of recently, like of getting back into writing. Like you know I do poetry outside of this too. So mm-hmm. you know going back into writing and and really taking my mind away from it. Like I think that when you separate yourself from it. Absolutely. To to not be in a position to say like, "Cool, I'm not tied to it." You you're 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 better off. Absolutely. I think for me, um, I'm more or less like a. Uh, first thing I do, I don't I don't accept any notifications. Really, bro. Like, oh, like, you just you just turn it off, or yeah, I turn the notifications oh, off, okay. so it don't pop up on my phone. Only notifications I currently get right now is my business email, which I only use for. I'm so weird. I'm not suggesting nobody do this. My business email is really for purchases and mm-hmm. um, like God. invoices. Fucking purchases. Bro, so I, I get that. I get those, but and I get my Amazon mm-hmm. when shit gets delivered from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't, I don't get any other. Like, so when I open up Instagram, then I have to go to my notifications. Um, Facebook, the same way, because I remember being in college and I remember being out of college and I remember being so. So just like drawn into social media, bro. Like I was mm-hmm. stopping what I was doing. I was missing shit because I'm like, yeah. oh shit, somebody just posted or somebody just commented. I got a comment right <clears throat> now. And that shit will, let me tell y'all something. That shit will drive you crazy. Yeah. It really, and I, I went through it. Like I, I'd be fully transparent. I went through a phase where I was like, really like, um, and it was probably, it was probably early this year, bro. Probably like January, February. I was like, yo, I was waking up, making sure I was posting or I was like, really? As a matter of fact, I, I tell you how, how, this is how much I used to pay attention. Gavin would post at 6, between 6 and 7 a.m. Yeah, really real shit. <laughs> like, 6 to 7 a.m. Bro, I was, suck, I was sucked into there and I was just like, yo, this shit can't be life, man. Like, and I, I you know. I will post when I wake up. It would usually be that time. And then after I brush my teeth, shower, whatever the case may be, if I did't have enough likes when I came back, I delete that shit. We'll mm-hmm. post it later. Um, that shit was annoying. Yeah. Then, like, you know, you you worried about who seen it. Did mm-hmm. enough people see it? Are they up? And then I was like, yo, what am I doing? Right. And so for me, I'll tell you this right now. If you do feel like you're getting lost in the social media game and you're getting played, yo, turn them notifications off. For like, real? literally... Turn them shits off and don't feel like you have to post every day. Like me, I don't post every day. I post like two or three times a week, which is cool. I wish I could post more. But like now, I ain't going to lie. I still, I play the game a little bit. But like I, when I wake up now, it'd be 10 o'clock. It's too late to post. It's yeah. tough. But I mean, <laughs> I love sleeping in and I might yeah. post in the afternoon, whatever the case may be. But if I do wake up early, then yeah, I go ahead and post. Like if I could post in the morning, I would. But mm-hmm. and me using other um options to post them shits work 
Yeah. Unless like, you got to uh, post multiple the, the pictures. Little, the little app that you can schedule posts. I, I mean, I would highly encourage people to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I'm I'm a that product come out and I want to drop it. Nah, let me schedule this out for a week from now. Yeah. Let me schedule it out this time Absolutely. from now. I, I think that's another way of deep like decompression from it too because now I'm not worried about it. I know it's all going to go out. Mm-hmm. I just got to be aware of when it goes out. Yeah. That, that's that's awareness is different but being um aware when it goes out that way cool i know like you said notifications are gonna come in people are gonna be hitting you mm-hmm. um comments to reply which that's another big thing is that we get caught up in making sure we comment because if anybody knows instagram or knows any social media platform um when people comment you reply and that kind of conversation spiral happens yeah it pushes your post. engagement up not on that, but it pushes it to more people. Like it, cause mm-hmm. it shows that it's just not something bland that's supposed to be there for somebody to see. It's supposed to where you can reply. And I even now have recently gotten to where I encourage people to reply instead of if somebody says, "Yo, that's fire," go on they go and they comment like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right. That is fire." Because that's a level of conversation I don't have to have, and it takes me away from it again. Absolutely. Um, you know, so and it's it's is you know it's funny it's. <laughs> I look at Instagram and I'm like, all right, y'all doing that. And then we we talked about this, I think, probably the first, maybe not the first time, probably the second time you ever came on here. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this whole thing about, like, being published and what's a model, right? And, like, now. Y'all can see it, but I, the word publish just makes my eyes roll yeah. for some, like, it just, I don't, like, can we, like, for a second, I know we're talking about that, but you why does it matter? You already know how I feel about being published. Why does it matter? The shit don't matter. And half time motherfuckers getting published in they homeboy magazine. Right. Like, but it's you, you, you get like you you published, quote unquote. For, like, okay, and I, I okay. Again, I wanna and no fuck it. If you gotten published, <laughs> I hope you understand that that none of us really care about that shit. It doesn't I understand that you may be a model, you're trying to turn something your full time thing, you mm-hmm. wanna get payment. We really don't give a shit if you was published in whoever magazine, because guaranteeing, I guarantee you, if I put you on a pedestal and I put you in front of me, you're going to cave in and ask me for direction. So therefore, you being published means nothing to me. Like, I hate the, the published thing. Just so published, <sighs> published like um, I think like what you're trying to get at and what, well, at least this is the way I feel. I feel like when it comes to being published, it's like. Is it for you? Right. I would love to be I would love to shoot something for the cover of like Ebony. Yeah. But I you know, the only reason why I will promote that yo, I was published by Ebony or Ebony published my work is because I wanted to be published by them. Not because right. it should be a pedestal that you should put like, me on it's, it's or almost, something to celebrate me. It's like Mario, like when you play Mario. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? You want to get to the top, you want to be at the princess cup. In her castle, and that's the thing you aim for. But at the same time, it really means nothing because this bitch is gonna go, go get kidnapped by a gorilla again anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> we gonna we gonna forget you two two magazines later. So, and that's what I think. You know, what's funny is you talk to people, and people use it as this stat of why you should. You know, this is um. How do we say this without being politically incorrect? Being published somehow has became a a, a dick swinging contest. Amongst models and photographers, right? Like, yeah. hey, I've been published, so yeah, you should, you should bow down to me. You should kiss yeah. my ring, or because I've had models hit me, it was like, oh, I've been mm-hmm. published before, and I was like, cool, I don't care 
Because A, I didn't know it before, so it doesn't matter. Two, it's not like I've seen it, so it doesn't matter <laughs> to me. Like it's certain like for me. Yeah, like how you get published on some shit that um is only seen by like ten people. Yeah, and including so, you, which they probably I think you said this to me before. It might have was you. What's that? It 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 you get pub did they make you did somebody make you pay for something? Somebody um asked me to put something in a magazine, but they wanted me to pay them for it. Yeah, like and I feel like that's what bullshit. happens all the time. So like there's a lot of uh we're gonna get you published, but you gotta pay to get published. Yeah. And that's to me that's not publishing. That's you that's no different. You coming yeah. to me. I'm paying you for a look. You and got the audience and I'm paying you that and especially if you come to me and say, Yo, we'll publish you, then I'm not paying you. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. a it was a joke. I had a guy not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, he was like, Yo, um, I wanna publish your work in my mag. And I was mm-hmm. like he at first he was like, I wanna future future you in my magazine. And I was like, Cool. Then he was like, Yeah, if you just send me your work and I put it throughout the mag, I'm like, No, that's bullshit. I'm I'm giving you content for your magazine. You you know yeah. that if ever something happens, then we gotta fight about who owns that. I don't have time for that shit. Like right. it's just aggravating. So anyway. Everybody can't be flavor. Bro, it's annoying. Um, all right, next part of the podcast. If you do not know, this is the uh no more pie questions that needs answers. So what happens is every week I will start asking everybody to go ahead, send me questions where you um you ask me questions, me or my co-host or my guest of that day will answer it and we really will give you um we'll try to give you sound advice i don't know if this shit gonna work for you i don't know if it ain't gonna work mm-hmm. for you so take it but however i would say it like this we will give you advice based off our experience if i don't know i will let you know i do not know if i don't get it i will let you know i don't get it i will research it and i will write you back and say hey this is what i found so please take it with a grain of salt but also if you you're just starting off you really got some deep questions Hit my line. I got you. You can always DM us, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us also. Um, and just let us know what you got. First things up come from my boy, Eric. Shout out to EW Images. Um, met him in New York at um, Photo Plus. Word. Super cool dude. Shoots with Sony, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was super funny because he said Manny Ortiz was uh, was walking. Manny wasn't. So funny thing about uh, Photo Plus is Sony didn't participate. I know, right? Canon participated, Nikon, um, Sigma had a whole booth there. Sony did not. Wow. And so uh that's, that's w- a wonder okay. what the beef was about. Yeah. So but right. Sony was in New York that weekend. So what Sony was doing, they were hosting like photo walks and everything. And so Eric had me weak because he said uh somebody asked Manny where Diana was, where his wife was. <laughs> For those who do not know, Manny his wife bad. Oh, his wife is hey, boy, his wife his, is beautiful, man. But I couldn't imagine you like trying to host a photo photo walk and somebody like yo where your, your wife, wife at? that's so disrespectful bro hang on i would ask that's so disrespectful i'm like <laughs> I would, his wife is bad she is if you if it's i'm almost so, like they shouldn't even be married it's like, <laughs> they bro if if, if you, it was that was that one drunk night at the club and nah. she was like yo you keep your beard taped up he not a bad looking guy though, I ain't man. saying that I'm but, just saying that's, that's how that happened No it's not bro <laughs> she, she hit him with the Hey if you shoot me You know what I'm saying we Nah I, mean, I don't know Man it ain't gonna let them Do that shit to you nah, we gonna Let me do tell you something You come up to me And you ask me where my wife at I'm gonna be like I don't know Motherfucker And I'm gonna be like Alright cool <laughs> Cause you know how it is Let me tell you why that's weird Yo his wife is bad 
No, his wife is beautiful. She, she is gorgeous. She's got the cutest little nose. Let me tell you why that's weird. Ooh. Photographers are weird as fuck. Ooh. And I might sound weird right now. But you sound weird as fuck as, as we're speaking <laughs> about this. But you've been around photographers and they weird as shit. Yeah. And they kind of creepy. And so I can imagine if it's 15 or 20 photographers around and somebody goes, so oh, where's right. your that, wife? That is, that's OD. Bro, I, we've been around photographers who you like, yo, they don't wash. They don't get girls. Like you could tell. Did you just say they don't wash? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't never seen no dirty photographers? Oh, shit. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and you done been around photographers and you're being, you, you've seen like, let me put it like this. You shot girls, um, you shot models who have they less than watch. the the normal amount of clothes on. Yes. So I you shot that. women that's either nude or in lingerie. You have heard them tell you. I know this for a fact because after you shoot two, you didn't heard the story about how some other photographer was a creep with them. Yeah, that's and, why. That's why I don't shoot that style past uh, four p.m. Oh yeah, nah, you don't do that shit nah. just because you don't want to even get caught up in the bullshit. Nah. But even at that, like. It's some photographers out here who are fucking creepy. So I can imagine if you, somebody who's well-respected in this industry, you help us in a photo walk, and guess what? Yo, man, so uh, where's your wife? I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, yo, yo, you got to throw hands. Anyway, let's get back to Eric's question. Eric, shout out to Ooh. EW Images. This is where this shit is going to start at. Um, he asked this question, how do you raise your rates and charge what you're worth? I'm going to let you go first on this. So how do you change your rates when it's time to go up? I've I recently did it. I've recently that was queer. I've anyway, um I've recently done it. Um and the way you what I think that you do it that I, I well, back up. The way that I did it was, was that I go up based on my how my expenses work. Mm. Okay. You know, I know what my skill level is. That's why the base was there to begin with. Yeah. But now I gotta start thinking about okay, how much is this really costing me? Mm-hmm. How much is it really cost me every time I have to run that car through square? How much does it cost Absolutely. me every time that I have to get in my car and really go somewhere? How much does it really cost me to sit here and, and run my computer and go get external hard drives and, and RAM? And then, you know, I just built that gaming computer yep. um, to make this happen. Like, how much does this really cost me? And then you start increasing from there. I'm not saying go from doing $100 a session to, to 200 But what you do is you baby step your clients with you. Okay, cool. I'm doing 100 but I'm worth 30% more. Yeah. I'm worth um, 40% more. Yeah. And then once you do it, you communicate your worth based on what you offer and what you've gained. And I and I hope that this question is based on the, the mindset of I've leveled up in some way of my game. Mm-hmm. So how do I communicate and that? Eric is. And you communicate that. You you simply put, you I've posted several times before like, hey, this is what goes into me completing an image. That Those video screenshots of me going through yeah. time lapses of doing it. And I do that for the simple reason of is that those same videos go out now in an email to clients when it goes, okay, thanks for doing your retainer. This is what you're getting and this is why you're paying what you're mm. getting. And you can also do that in a preform of, hey, did you happen to see that post that I posted when I re- retouched? How do you feel about like that type of style? Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, this is why I'm charging you $250 because it does take a certain amount of time per image. It does have to go into a certain realm of, of focus and getting each Absolutely. quality to be the same to where you can't say, oh, I saw your other work and it, it looked like this. Why didn't mine look like this? Mm. So I guess um, <clears throat> before you go, keep going, I, I like something you said. Sometimes you have to baby step your uh, clients into you raising your price. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of photographers go from, 
oh, I'm charging 100 and guess what? I'm only charging 150 now because I was I went from 100 to 300 and nobody went with me. Mm-hmm. And so that, I just came why. back down. Or they go cheaper than they 100, right? right. Because they got to they, they lost people. They lost everybody and they got to now entice them to come back. Mm-hmm. Um I like that because over the years I baby stepped my clients there. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something uh shout out to Eric for this question cuz I do think it's something you got to do. Mm-hmm. Baby step your clients, but then also what I kind of do is if you've been doing photography for longer than a year, and me and you talked about this, um, but we're not going to talk about I'm not going to talk about if you're doing this full time, because I, I believe truly if you are now doing photography full time, if you have not done this, that's a whole nother subject you mm-hmm. need to have yeah, with yourself. Yeah. Um, let's say you're not doing this full time and you have another job that that is the basis of how you live. Mm-hmm. If you have another job and you're doing photography, photography should not be paying your bills. Because the reason why is because your other job where you spend the most time at should be paying you the most money. Now, if something is not acting right, let's say it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Then photography really should be your full-time job and your other job should be your part-time job. And you right. need to treat it as such. That's a whole other subject also. Mm-hmm. However, so what I'm getting to is if you've been doing photography for at least one year, what you need to do is you need to see how much photography costs you. Mm-hmm. You are, that's real. That is super real. So if I look at it and I say, yo, I have external hard drives. Last year I had to buy five of them. Mm-hmm. It cost me $300. I'm just naming out something. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you need to prepare that in 2021. Maybe you will be spending another $300 on these hard drives. Mm-hmm. All right. So you need to keep that in mind. So that needs to go into it. If you say, hey, I got a website. It cost me $200. You need to throw that in there. If you say, you need to go through and everything and say, how much did it cost me last year to run my business? Yeah. Like you, and, you really do because, um, you know, like I said, this year alone, I've gotten two lenses. That's that's sixteen hundred dollars. I just built a new computer. That's six hundred dollars. Then on top of that, my time of sitting in there to just process each photo forty uh, thirty minutes to forty five minutes mm-hmm. of photo sometimes. Yeah. Um, Come closer. Thirty thirty. You know, forty five minutes. Um, sometimes you have to count all that in because if you're not, then you, then you you you're literally losing money. Absolutely. And, and then what you're gonna start to feel what is and being transparent, what I felt um, a couple months ago, I don't know that time frame, but mm-hmm. you start to feel like, is this really worth it to put in this much effort for what people are paying me? Absolutely. So then you don't and you get lazy. Yep. And then you then as all things happen, you get that one client that call you out. Yeah. And you get upset. And you yes. don't. And, and then you, but then you got to self-reflect and say, okay, cool. I didn't do this in the manner that I advertised, so that's my fault. But why did I do it like this? And cool, the price wasn't the the, the price isn't advantageous for you to continue doing continue it. doing it. So so you have to again. I always I'm not a fan of the fifty dollar twenty five photos, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, when you level up and you learn more, um, man, last time. Get more exclusive to what you do and what you offer. Therefore, you can babysit people with you. Are you going to yeah. lose people? Yes. Fuck them. You, there's more people out here in this world. That's, I don't know how many people live in Charlotte. But guess what? If I lose uh, 200 shitty people, but I gain 1,000 more, yeah. guess what? I still leveled up 800 people. Even and I, I got better at something that's in, that's for me, for my business. Bro, if you do 200 shoots a year and they paying you shitty prices, the next year you do 100 and you got great clients you're going to make more money yes like that and i said this i we posted a couple weeks ago on on instagram like we got to get we got to get out of 
being afraid of losing shitty clients. It's mm-hmm. a real shit. So, Eric, bro, I hope that helped. If it didn't, my bad. Um, next, <laughs> <laughs> next up uh, from Patty, it says, I have a shoot scheduled on Sunday. My client asked me to reschedule. How do I handle this? Do I take another deposit or should the shoot be canceled? Scrutcher. That's 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 a that's a that's a scrutcher question. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you right now, starting um, October first, I'll no longer be shooting on Sundays. Absolutely. Um, you need a day to detox. You need a day to organize. You whatever you want to do, you say you need the day to do that. And Sunday is usually a, a vantage day. Yeah. Because they know that um, generally enough, you're gonna be able to do stuff that you couldn't do during the week. So they yeah. kind of will pull you. But that's that, I think this this is and I read it initially. It's a scrutcher question. I mean, for me. When you pay in my contract, when you pay your retainer, that is for you to book your initial date. That mm-hmm. is also that it also guarantees you one reschedule. Okay. And then anything after that, you have to pay your full remaining balance plus seventy five dollars. Mm. But here's why: because my minimal package, a quarter of that is seventy five dollars. Yeah. That means that so by you paying your full balance, I'm guaranteed that you're not getting that back if you should cancel or schedule again. Yeah. Plus, this guarantees that I have income coming in for the slot that you took up for somebody else that could have paid Absolutely. me a full another amount. Absolutely. So I'm not gonna lose zero on zero. I'm gonna get something. I like that idea. More. I don't do that, but I like that idea. Um, I need to. I will mm-hmm. say it like this: if somebody's contacting you the week of, mm-hmm. now this is <laughs> shout out to the podcast because this is when we're gonna have slightly different answers. Not saying I disagree with you, but um. What I'm saying is what I'm I guess what I'm trying to get at, Patty, is that uh, I don't disagree with with Rico. But however, what I will say is this. Somebody is canceling on you a few days before. Are you going to lose the money? No, you can either cancel and keep your deposit. Right. Cool. You can do that. Or what you can say is, hey, I'll allow you to reschedule. Now, I always Excuse me, I do shit a little different. I always allow people to reschedule if they need to reschedule, if it's that important. Um, with, only within the quarter, though. And I blame it on fiscal quarters, whatever. Most people get it. Um, however, I can't guarantee if they reschedule, I can do their shoot. Because I'm if, it's, if I can't do it within that, they lose it. Now, you're not allowed to cancel your shoot within three days. I mean, excuse me, schedule reschedule it within three days of the shoot. Because then it's too late. Then I can't find anybody. And then I do allow it, but I don't do what Rico does as far as like, hey, um, you know, you need to pay in full. You do need to pay another deposit or whatever the case may be. I actually do like that idea. So I will be implementing that, Patty. But yeah, if you um, if they ask you to reschedule and it's a few days and let's say let's say you do have some openings, keep the money, go ahead, move on. If you're running low, fuck it. You'll see what happens there. Um, Shout out to the next question. Joseph. Do you charge an extra fee for transpa- transportation? Excuse me to your clients. Absolutely. Well, did you do you do over a certain amount or me is or? mine's is uh twenty five miles outside of Charlotte. Okay. So and there's going to be a little bit difference. Like I go to Rock Hill. Mm-hmm. I go to Fort Mill and Rock Hill. Um, I go up to Concord, and that's probably about it. Everywhere else, yeah, I'm gonna charge you a transportation fee. Um, and I think I need to revisit that for myself because absolutely, I think my mileage is a little too broad. Mm. Um, what's yours? I put 50. Okay, that ain't, I mean, and, and, and it's different for me for weddings, it's 50. Mm. I and but most time with weddings, is it's not even about the mileage, it's usually unless at the you know, 
unless it's like super, super far. It's never about the mileage. What it really is, it's like um, gas in a hotel room. So it's right. different there. Um, my mileage is, and most people don't have a problem with coming to Charlotte for me, yeah. which is cool. I'm grateful. But I would like, like if I go to Rock Hill, I'm not tripping. Right. If I got to go to Concord, I'm not tripping. Nah, now, I got to go to Lancaster and Columbia. And yeah, yeah. Well, I got to charge you for gas. And I'm probably going to, I don't know. And sometimes I put in, what I well, let me tell you what I hate about charging people transportation. Mm-hmm. It's never fair, right? If I if I charge you fifty dollars to go to Columbia, me and you both know we've been to Columbia from Charlotte. It's really twenty dollars in gas. It's really that. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, what about the mileage I put on my car and all that shit? Then it's like most people don't know most jobs you work at mileage is fifty five cents a mile. Mm-hmm. However, you don't get the gas. It counts the gas. So it's like. What are we doing now? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like Columbia is 90 miles. Do I charge you $45 or do I charge you double and say, all right, you know, let me charge you $45 going down there. Let me charge you $45 coming back. Is it 90? Columbia ain't worth no 90 fucking dollars to go no. shoot at. No. It's really it's, not. It's, it's definitely one of those things like you have to evaluate. And I, and I, and like you said, it, it don't have to be fair. That's one of the things that's not that. And, I, yeah. and I'll give you an example. There's somebody that wanted me to do a maternity shoot, right? Mm-hmm. They want me to go all the way to um, uh, what's that Salisbury? Okay, right? which is if for those who don't know, outside of Charlotte, about forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Yeah. Right. So you want me to come to Salisbury, right? But mm-hmm. you want me to also bring backdrops. You want me to bring yeah. my lighting to get a certain look that you want. Yeah. And then I just I have to set all this shit up in your garage. Yeah. And you could have came to me and it's all here and it's all done. It's not going to be fair for for you versus the person that says, hey. Come to South Park, uh, Salisbury, and shoot me at Waterloo Bluff or whatever that man-made waterfall is. Because then I just have to bring a camera. Mm-hmm. Your travel is going to be higher than that person, and y'all in this, y'all literally are in the same five-mile radius of each other. Yeah. Um. So it's not meant to be fair. I don't think travel is not meant to be fair because every individual thing is different. I'm going to Orlando next month. Mm-hmm. She's paid for my flight. Yeah. She's paid for my room. She's paid for me getting uh my equipment through bag charge, all that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. I'm going to Orlando to shoot a wedding. Yeah. It's outdoors. They don't require much. They don't they don't want a certain look. Everything's gonna be outdoors. Her travel price is different because all I gotta do is put on my book bag and my carry-on and we good. Absolutely. It's not travel is not meant to be fair. And I really want people, especially in Charlotte, to understand this. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate my Charlotte clients. I appreciate people that come to Charlotte. But what you all have to understand is that what you pay for is what you get. Mm. You can't nickel and dime us and see him say, well, you're only charging two seventy five for a session. So then why do I have to pay extra for any of this? Because this is, this is a requirement that you're asking for. Absolutely. What you're getting from that is your finished product. Absolutely. So if you have to pay a little bit more, guess what you got to do? Is is if you do you want it or do you not? Right. So, um, last question, Judith. Shout out to Judith. It is what is your recommendation for a new portrait lens? What is your favorite portrait lens? Um, if I had to really give anybody, get to twenty four to one hundred five. Um, yep. just get it. My favorite. So if you don't have that, get it. Let's say you do have that. Get you to fifty. Call it a day. That's my recommendation. My Ooh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, oh, you want so, you want the you want the fifty or the eighty five one point two? Which one you want? The fifty. I would. I have the eighty five one point two. I know. That's why. I <laughs> I, if I could, if anybody want an eighty five one point two, please DM me. I will sell you that 
<laughs> and I would get me the damn 50. Now, my favorite lens, however, my favorite portrait lens is my 85. Mm-hmm. My 24 to 105, it's older. That's the only reason why I say, you know, we get got, it. We got the same one, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I I, didn't have mine. I probably didn't have mine for probably like almost 10 years. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's so... Bro, I didn't have probably so. I don't. I can't remember when I first got. It. I definitely didn't had it since. Wow. I didn't live. I've been living in this house for for six years. I've had it longer than that. So yeah. that's how long. Def- but the thing is, that shit then went through before I even knew what the hell to do with lenses and mm-hmm. everything and how to take care of stuff. It's been through all those stages. That's um, wild because like I just what got mine this year mm-hmm. and I, I I love that lens. Yeah, like, it's amazing. I love that lens. Like um. Um, I rented I rented recently the hundred millimeter uh, hundred millimeter macro, mm. and I love that lens. Yeah, although you know the distance and space thing, but when you want to get tight, yeah, is it heavy? No, that eighty five is so fucking heavy, bro. Really? Yeah, that's the only reason. Let me tell y'all this. I don't, I I like the eighty five. The reason why I want the fifty is because I have to be so far back, mm-hmm. um, and it's tough. You notice with the hundred, it's tough when you got to damn near yell to yeah. whoever you talking to. Um, and it's it's so easy for people to walk in between mm-hmm. whatever the fifty. I feel like I can get rid of that. Also, oh. the eighty five is super heavy. Yeah. So if I could, I would literally ch- tr- trade it in. You know, I would say if I had to throw in a um, a birdie that seventy to two hundred. You talked about me when I bought it, but I love that fucking. Lens. I want to get that lens too. I love that fucking lens. I want to get that. It one. is. Like one, especially when you get into that uh, hundred plus range. Mm-hmm. No matter, like I said, you do have to be back. But when you go in and how it compresses and just how it looks, if you shoot it at seventy, you're not gonna get the best feature out of that lens. I figured mm. that out. But once you get to that hundred, to the one, it's on mine is marked hundred, one thirty five, two hundred. Mm-hmm. Once you get in between there, somewhere between hundred and one thirty five, it's bro, it's fine. Yeah, I want right. I'm think I think my next thing it sound crazy. I really think my next thing is I'm going to trade in my 85 and get a 50 and then I'm going to make my way to the 70 to 200 and mm-hmm. then I'll probably replace um the other lens I got the 70 this 24 you, to 105. Would you ever replace that uh 24105 with the 24 to 70 just cuz it's 2.8? Um, probably because I won't need, I don't zoom in on that, on that 24 to 105. I don't never zoom in. I will, I will really, bro. No, I will. Because everybody, like when you zoom in on the lens, you lose sharpness. Mm -hmm. That's why prime lenses are so much sharper than a regular, Mm -hmm. than the other lens. Once you zoom into it, like if I, if me and you take the same image and I got my 85 and you zoom in to 85 and you take it, my image is going to be way sharper than yours Mm -hmm. because you lose some sharpness. However, um, I will run up on your ass. I will get close. I will be right there and be like, I would this is gonna make it fire. So I, I pay that some mind. So I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But um all right. Let's go to, let's go to these uh photography topics. We're gonna run through these because I know a couple of y'all is here because we got some real shit to be talking about today Ooh. before it's go time. Um so check this out. <laughs> New product oh. review. Oh. I I've been working on getting new backdrops. Okay. Um, got me some seamless paper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got paper in the house if you ever need. Yeah, and like I told you, I got some papers too. That's <laughs> and, and that's what this podcast is supposed to be about, like creating connections. Because 
I got some papers and I hit you up. I said, yo, don't ever buy no orange paper. <laughs> like I got mine. You can swing by the crib and get it. You know what I'm saying? And then like what you just said, and you told me off air, yo, if you ever need something, I got these colors, let me know. So anyway, I got on Cape background. If you do not know, um, you can go on Instagram. I mean, excuse me. You can go on Amazon and look up Cape backgrounds. They make the cloth backdrops. And so I was really looking to get that because I wanted to like try to seriously. I like how those look, especially if they you do them correctly. They look cool. Um, I will put it like this. If you go on Cape, Cape backdrops, uh, uh, excuse me, that's what it's called. Cape backdrops, not background backgrounds. Super interesting. They are way more expensive than paper, for sure. They are shorter than paper, for sure. I got a 10 by 10, and it cost me 120 bucks. Um, let me put it like this. As soon as you raise up your your uh <clears throat> as soon as you raise up your stand, that thing is touching the floor. So I say that mm-hmm. to say you kind of need a long background, but you really don't because it's not like your subject is going to be so far off of it. Because really right now on paper, we have our subject off the backdrop so Mm -hmm. we don't have to get a shadow, right? Right. That's not going to be an issue here. However, um, my only issue, first of all, let me tell you what I loved about Cape backdrops. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super, you can clean them. You can literally just fold them shits up when you're done. Um, And they have so many. Mm -hmm. They have so many. It's more stuff on their website versus Amazon, by the way. Mm. Um. My problem with cake bat drops is, and Kate, I already sent y'all an email, and I expect a response, damn it. <laughs> Their colors is off on some of them, and you got to be careful. I encourage anybody who's ever used cake backdrops, please leave a review so people know what the hell they're getting. Um, I bought a backdrop from them that was supposed to be gray. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be cool tone gray. That backdrop is green. And... Wait, what? I was I'm gonna show you when we get downstairs. I show it to you. Um I felt I was super disappointed because I was like, all right, here we go. I got it. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is the other one I ordered because I the other one I ordered was champagne with a hint of green. So I was like, okay, this is the other one. Then I opened up the other one. I'm like, nope, this is champagne with green. And I'm like, yo, this is a green backdrop. This shit is turtle green. It's the color of the ginger ale, bro. Got him. And so I was like, yo, that's a waste of money. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I'm waiting on them. Also, 10 by 10, definitely, that's the one I got. Um, if you do get any backdrops, please get you something to sit on the floor so that it will match up well. That's my backdrop. Uh, that's my background on Kate backdrops. Uh, oh, gosh, here this guy go. Anyway, so check that out. Um, y'all keep DMing me, so I got to keep mm-hmm. letting y'all know. I ain't got my damn camera yet, man. <laughs> Stop yo, asking. Yo, you don't want it. You don't, Bro. Want, you don't want it no more. There's, there's no way... I would spend that money on a camera and not have it yet. I would be pissed. Bro. I would be I would be ready to be like, yeah, Yo, you know what? Fuck this Canon shit. I'm about to order something. I don't know. Bro. Something. That's that's terrible, dude. I don't know where to have my camera. Because even because I know you had the situation where it was, um, you know, Canon did the cancellation thing. Fuck it. And you went through uh, B&H. B&H. And then you got an email from B&H that said, well, we thought, bro. You know what was funny was, let me tell you the most dis, uh, dis, discouraging thing. I had a guy hit my line. He goes, yo, just to give you a heads up, I ordered mine from B&H in July. and still ain't got it. And I go, what the hell, bro? And I know I'm behind that nigga. So I'm like, yo, I ain't never getting this damn camera. The only other thing I would say is um, 
another person DM. Shout out to the followers that DM me because they be y'all be laughing at me, but y'all also be helping, which be funny mm-hmm. as shit. But one dude was like, "Yo, um, if you get a lens bundle, they have those in stock." So I thought he was playing. I go on Adorama, and guess what? R five is out of stock. R five with the twenty four to one hundred five is in stock. What kind of fucking sense does that make? Are they pre boxed, ready to go? Ah, uh, who the hell knows? I said, you know what? That 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 does make sense because um, whenever uh, we went in Best Buy to um, um, to do the R five joint for me. They had the R five with the certain lenses in the box already together, so mm-hmm. that could that could be the case. But it's annoying, bro. <sighs> it's, it 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 take them shits out them box and send me my damn camera. And like you know, what's annoying is that I know what Canon's doing. Canon's trying to move. Just give y'all a heads up. <laughs> so when you get these mirrorless cameras, you need to get ones because you do you have your R yet? Mm, it'll be here. Um, what's today? You get the adapter, the lens adapter. Yeah, the EF, RF EF adapter. Yeah. So it'll be a Tuesday. Tuesday. So let me give y'all a heads up. There's gonna come a date when Canon stop making these adapters, mm-hmm. and when they stop making these adapters, what's gonna end up happening is you're not gonna. They're gonna stop making the old cameras like they've mm-hmm. already been doing, yeah. little by little, not making them anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So they only making mirrorless cameras. They're gonna stop making the adapters so that you can't use the old lenses on it and you're gonna have to switch over to these rf lenses just mm-hmm. to give y'all his up i don't know when that's coming i ain't switch. saying it's coming soon Which but I'm it's coming be, i'm gonna be dead ass serious like the we just talked about the 24 to 105 that they have that's the rf lens is no sharper or Mm-mm. different than the i guess you say the regular ef uh 24 no, no, I, I have yet to see a, a, a quality difference that says okay why would i you know, not go get this one used, great quality for six hundred, and then pay y'all for this R for one that's like thirteen. Like, yeah, there, there's nothing and, that says that. And that one is being thirteen is the cheaper one. Yeah, that's not they, that. the other. They other mirrorless. They regular. Excuse me. Their other RF lenses. Them shits is way more expensive. Yeah, disrespectful. They like over two Gs, and it's like, oh my god. Like, so why? who the hell knows? So just uh, that's why I met with my damn camera. Um, right now there is a new camera, the Canon EOS C70 Cinema camera. Mm-hmm. Um, just if you really are into videography, look into that camera. It is really like the next generation of like mirrorless cameras for a vid- video. Mm-hmm. The shit is fifty six hundred dollars, but I mean, it ain't, I mean, again, I would say this, and I think this is what he's getting at. If you're just making YouTube videos of your makeup, this ain't the camera. This ain't the camera for you. This is and this is why this is a photography podcast because there's some videographers right now who's like, wait a second, do I need to go look into this camera? Just to let you know, it shoots 4K, 120 frames. Mm -hmm. You can actually shoot vertical now, which is super dope. Mm. Um, It got built-in ND filters, and I just want to say like it's gonna, it's really like a mirrorless cinema camera, and it's gonna be super dope for somebody. Um, Before we get to the shits, um, Sigma has a new 105 f2. But it's it's for Sony. Um, hmm. You said you watched Manny's video about yeah. it. What do you think about the lens? I think I think it's super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing though he didn't emphasize in the video is where he was shooting with the lens. Mm. Um, he kind of and Manny does this a lot. He doesn't really be like, "Yo, this is my f. This is where I'm at." He kind of assumes like if the lens says f two. He kind of makes it sound like he's shooting at F2 the whole time. Yeah, and, yeah. And, he, and he's not. Yeah, absolutely. And I would hate for people to go buy this lens that are Sony 
and think that they're going to get that same quality at f2 and they get pissed off of the lens and not really see what the lens can really do mm-hmm. outside of that i think it's a really really dope i think it's, it's, it's it looked very fast mm. as far as focus points as far as like uh the when even when like he took a photo of her in the lips and he, she had like a makeup brush there. Yeah. Generally enough, what would happen with that makeup brush is it would look kind of flared. Yeah. It looks so light sharp. Really? And I don't know if that's just how he was shooting or if that's the lens, but I know looking at, like I could look at photos, like I really want to get into doing beauty um, photography, like really close in shots. Um, not only for what it looks like, but because of what it takes to get that end result mm-hmm. on the back end. He doesn't show that part of it, like what really he how he got to that part. And I would I would think <laughs> what that he wasn't because in the video, he's like this close. Like he's like right here. Yeah. yeah. It's like minimum. Hey, Diane. He's like this close to her. Yeah. Oh, and not. But I really feel like he might have been a little further back and then cropped it later. Mm. Because I just don't. The one on five is super close. You don't have to get that close to somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why, I, like that's, when you watch yeah. the video, yeah. he's like, "Is like, this the one she was in the tub?" Yes, and he's standing over. Her. Yeah, but yeah, I saw the that's that's the preview. But yeah. when he starts the video, he's he you know in, in his house, he has that wall. He's he known for putting the light right there, mm-hmm. and it's like this much space, like tip of the lens, her face. Why did he have a Pringle box? I don't know. I didn't really get that either. It was kind of on some like link in the description type shit. Like uh-huh. I didn't I didn't get it either, but. I really hope because again I, I want to get into a macro lens that I yeah. really hope that what he did was that he was further a little further back and then crop and then cropped probably it. so Who because knows? there's no, there's no way you he the, that image he got unless he really really put a lot into it after the fact that that one makeup brush wouldn't look a certain way that I'm used to seeing when people are super close yeah um just to give everybody a heads up Sony is coming out with the a9. It is 50 megapixels, 8K video rumored, uh, 8K video, and it's rumored for early 2021. Um, good luck. You, you know, I'm, I, I laugh at uh, a lot of these camera companies are giving us cameras that we may not need or can handle, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that with you really never going to really need 50 megapixels. I'm not mad at it. And a lot of people don't have the processing power to do 8k video but that's another subject also so here's what i'll say and this is i you know if you go out here and you get this 8k joint 8k 8k mm-hmm. i saw a thing um and it was actually sponsored by best buy and what they said away was when the curved tvs came out right yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and um they were like the human eye unless you have 2020 vision Mm-hmm. Can't and will not be able to tell the difference outside of colors, the clarity behind for anything higher than 4K. Mm. I'm not surprised. So, for us that wear glasses, yeah, anything 4K and up is gonna look like regular 1080p. Yeah. Now fluency will be different. How smooth it looks. Yeah. But the what we call that's crazy. I'm about to sound like a regular. What we what we call quality, we won't be able to tell. Yeah. So, thanks Sony for doing it. Thanks for thanks for doing 50 megapixels to the people that can see it. But for the average person, it's just a hype. 
Yeah. You, you love the sound of it. Nah, bro, I've realized <laughs> on a lot of shit that we see, um, it's hype. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have 4K footage yeah. or, you know, and don't have 4K TVs or screens. <laughs> if you don't have a screen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It gets dumbed down. And then what happens is you're just like, you don't even know. You bragging about, yeah, yo, it's 4K. And then you can't even, nobody can tell. I, think, I can show no, you. I think my 53 does 4K, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, mine definitely does. But it's like, I don't shoot in 4K. That's too much damn storage. And why I have my screen, shit, I got so confused when I was trying to buy my screen that's in there. That's like fake titties, real titties. You want fake G's or you want real G's? And so, <laughs> y'all don't listen to this guy. So it's definitely uh interesting there. So anyway. Um, you ready to get into the shits? Hold on. You know I'm always with the I'm always with the shits. All right, hold on. I gotta play me a song, man. Yo, I'm actually low key hungry. Dude, what we, what we trying to? Eat? I don't even fucking know. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out what I'm eating too. She ain't text me back though. See? See? Oh. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Big Sean. I really do like this song. I really do. I really do think I'm a DJ. Come on. Yeah. I was raised by the wolves. They the mute. That is not in the song. I hate this guy so much. Wolves. I was raised by the wolves. I got loyalty and blood. I do anything for love and everything for us. Doing everything like everything ain't been too much. Know my favorite time to come through for you. This my clutch. Last second, what a rush. Look, I'm the type to talk to the stars. Straight up, these ain't tattoos. These are scars. My young guys tell you when the witness. You always come over and get drunk. No, cause we got someone to go after this. By the charge. Me, I can't break a commitment. People fuck up the whole team because they couldn't play their position. Talking about data, mean it, bitch. You know the road to hell was paid with good intentions. It really I was. I think I lost all my innocence. Yeah. Oh, my all right, man. It is interesting because we are about to start this podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. How do we flip this screen? I don't know what's going on. Um, mm. If you are listening now, uh, we about to have fun with this podcast. We got some shit to talk about. I got some shit to say. I probably should stop playing the music, but uh, shit, I don't want to send it to her. Sorry, y'all. I'm sending this out to some folks right quick before we get ignorant. They the mute? Shut up. <laughs> they cannot hear you. Oh, they can't? Um, no, but <laughs> oh. before we get started on the podcast, question. Mm. Random question. For those who do not know, I do have Ricklin Young in here, a.k.a. Rico. Um, at what date... Do you expect a woman to pay for the meal? Oh, man. I'm a country boy. So how many dates do you pay for, basically? Before you look and be like, eh, we is she going to offer to split or pay? How many dates? So, oh, so you, you got to be transparent about what you're doing first. If I, oh, if, like, yo, first, if it's like we get to know each other, kind of like going out, and it was kind of like a mutual thing, yo, you should really get your own tab. But if I wholeheartedly invite you out, I got you. Um, and I'm assuming if we're dating, then it is what it is. Like, I don't ever expect the woman to, to pay, but if she ever says like, yo, I'm gonna reach for my purse and I'm gonna pay for what I got you. I ain't gonna be like, nah, <laughs> cause it's, it's rare. Like I, well, yeah. I'm, I'm 31 years old and I can, I can count on Kim, 
I three times a woman has paid on a date. Mm. You know, and it's appreciative. Don't overlook it. But it's three times I I paid for it. Uh, three times that they that woman has paid for a date for me. So I would say in the time frame, it's kind of subjective to where you are and what your honesty level is that you're doing with that person. But I would say if we're dating. Hmm. At about the four month mark, I think you should be four like, months. Four months. Hell no. Nah, I'm glad. I, hey, <laughs> look. For I say four months just because I think those first three are me really getting you comfortable with being with me enough to say. That you're willing, that you're willing to participate in the pursuit of us. Fuck that. All parties involved. If you if you hear me, <laughs> fuck that. Let me tell you something. So I'm I'm like this. I my dad he didn't play. Like he he always when we was younger. You know my sister is the same age as me. She's one year younger than me. So I just, I just found you have a sister. Yeah. So my sister is one year younger than me. And the way it goes down in our house was my dad used to always tell her, yo, if you go out with a dude, make sure you have money because if okay. you can't pay, you can pay your tab and you can get up out of there. You call right. us. We got you. Right. Um, for me, it was like, you always pay for the woman. Mm-hmm. Now that yeah. sounds cool and all until I got to college and I started, shout out to my homegirl, Miss Peaches. She's in here. <laughs> oh, Peaches. Put, she used to put me on game when I when we was in college. She was like, "Yo, these girls they going out to eat. Wait, to, hold they, they going out to eat for dates, for meals, and these chicks is out here finessing cats. Don't be, a, don't get finessed." And so, I used to be like, "I'm not doing that." So when it was in college, I was like, I was smart. I was not out here just willy nilly taking. You know, that's back in the day when you could take a chick to Chili's, and the twenty dollars would stretch out. Man, I have never been. I'm such a, and this is where pride comes in with me. You mm. got to learn something. I mean, like. Every time I every time I take a woman on a date, it's at least one hundred and twenty dollars. Fuck that! Like it's it's I've never been on a cheap date because I feel I feel no for real. I've never been on a cheap date, and I can I'll go through and show you recently. Fuck that! Like I only person who finesse me now is my wife, (laughs) and that's it's it's your wife. It's not even a finesse. Fuck that! That's always a finesse. That's guaranteed. Come home, but you know what I'm saying. Like I've really been on dates where it's like I'm so into like let me learn about this person to Mm -hmm. where. I don't care what I what I gotta do. I'm not thinking about the money I'm spending. I'm thinking about how can I interact with you. Now there has been times when I've been on a date and I've been spending. Money, I'm like, yo, this this she ain't worth it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, like I'm talking about smooth, cool, dug up to the bathroom, see the waiter. Hey, yo, come here. Let me pay for this, and I'm gonna dip out. You know what I mean? Like, but at the same time though, like for me, like I can say my if I had an average date number, if that's even a thing. My average dates cost like or cost will cost me 125 dollars. Fuck why, that. That's why I don't do it no more. Well, that's, that's why like when that's why I'm for real like yo we can meet at the park now like I understand now why people do that like bro let's meet the park let's me. talk I haven't dated somebody I, I date my wife now and it's definitely and that's like, cool that's part no it's probably about that amount now but I'm like goodness no, like, let me tell you something by the fourth date back in the day when I was out here thotting and biting fourth date <laughs> what's what your, your thought shorts bro definitely have you know my wife calling my thought shorts bro by the fifth by the fourth date. You should have been like, yo, let's split. Or do you want me to pay for it? Now, you's going to get a no. And I but the thing, I don't think like that. Like, I, my mind. Me, I did. My mind is always on, I'm going to have a good time. And I'm at the end of the day, these spots that I go to, they're not going to ever look at me like, oh, this boy can't pay his tab. Regardless, she couldn't pay her tab. Absolutely. Because, um, you know, um, perception is reality. So, you know, there's a lot Bro. of times. There's a lot of times. And, and it's different. So, in transitioning that into, like. A restaurant style like if i go to this spot i get hookups where i go mm-hmm. sometimes because they know i'm either tip really well or they know i'm just gonna just pay it so fuck that Fourth i know day. It's, 
Yo. Let me tell y'all, ladies, something. He said four, li- I said that's crazy. I said four months, and you said if you're on the, if you're on my live right now, do then, yourself a favor. The fourth date you're going out to do, especially if you like him, be like, yo, you want to split it or do you want me to pay? I wouldn't even know he, what to do. I would. Well, you're gonna say no. I know. I'm a. Exactly. I'm a natural say no so because you, I'm not used to it. Exactly. So he's gonna say no. You get that one, and on the fifth date, what you do is you say, yo, I got it. And I've you never pay for it. I've okay. So because if you I don't, said, you're gonna be single. I said out of that number, I said. One of them actually said, "Hey, I want to take you out." Yeah, well, because they probably was looking at you like a lick. They said, "Yo, I'm getting this nigga." Yeah. To and that, and that probably is what it is. But I, I just what feel like if, if you're, if you're a man, and uh, you out here um, in this dating game, and you want to get to know people, it isn't about what you do to get to know people. Sometimes it can get expensive. It's about what you do while you get to know people. So mm. therefore, if I'm if I love oysters, I love seafood. I love Me too. Stuff. I like oysters so, too. So you know, if we go sea level uptown. I already know. Better go happy hour when them shits a dollar. <laughs> For real? Yeah, yeah. They got happy hour. It's like from like two to seven, bro. Them shits be a dollar. And at a uh, waterman, waterman is every waterman day from two is to seven. My spot. Two to seven, they oysters be a dollar, bro. I know that one. I know that one. But sea level, yeah. I like it because it's it's nice. It's not elegant, but it is someplace where if you want to. These thotties don't like oysters. <sighs> What can I say? <laughs> but I would like I said, it's Daddy's not. Daddies don't not, like it's oysters. Not, it's, it's not what you. It's not the money. It's what you do while you're doing it. So therefore, if I even even and so at this point, I would say this at this point going forward. If I take you on a date, understand I am inter- interested in you because I could literally just talk to you and text you all day. Hey Amen. All right, let's get into it. Um, Damn, I'm trying to look I've at the timeline. I've been getting holed out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hold. <laughs> they they using you. Wow. Shout out to my homeboy who got used by one of Teek's old friends. I think we talked about that last last podcast. I got to stop saying Dang. it for that nigga actually listen, and then he going to be like, oh, word? Um, all right. Well, he already knew. He, he had to know. That's just crazy. Um, so is 125 too much for a date? Bro, I'm not spending that on a chick. Not on a date, bro. We got to be like, I got to really, so really be So that lets me know then. I, I, I probably. I got to really be into her. Like back in the day, if I wasn't really into you like that, I'm not spending that shit on you. For real? Like that Fuck no. I mean But I mean I was dating when I was fucking like I was twenty two. I was young. I ain't wasn't making a lot of money. But then you know what's funny about women? Mm-hmm. When you start dating women, you'll find out that they don't really know what the hell how much shit costs, but they just know it sounds good, so they be like, Yeah, I want that. I can I prime can log, example. I can log in right now, Navy Federal and let y'all see my entertainment. It's like dining entertainment or whatever they break it up as. Yeah. That's Bruh. what that's what we talked about earlier before we started. Like, I had a chick one. I had a chick one time. Um, I was mind you, I'm young. We in college, and I was like, "Yo, man, <laughs> what you want to drink?" I was shooting a wedding. Yeah, it was her. Damn. Oh fuck her. I don't care. It was her mom's wedding. <laughs> so she hit me and was like, "Yo, like we should get up." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "All right, cool. What you want to drink?" She was like, "Oh, I want Ciroc." But this is when Ciroc was like more expensive than what it is now because Diddy had just oh, yeah. hopped on board and just prices went way up. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "Cool." I was like. Yo, you know how much Ciroc costs? Because this is when I was thinking it was like $40. She was like, nah, I ain't never buy, buy it before. I said, well, so why the hell are you telling me you like to drink Ciroc if you never? Oh, I had it one time at a party. I was like, man, you about to get your ass a bottle of Bacardi that's $12 and we're going to have fun. And she tried to act all stank. Yo, it's like when chicks be like, oh, I want a Chanel bag. They don't know how much that shit costs. They just know it's right. And it look, and it might it might look good on them for what evening, but. Bruh. You know how I've, 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 I've only bought. There was this. I was dating somebody for four years and I bought her. That was the only person I ever bought bags for. Bruh, fuck all that shit. Anyway, all right. I like, I like, I like, the, she had cute feet, so I would always buy her shoes. All right, here we go with this nigga. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. 
Last night was the the debate. <laughs> did you watch the debate? Yo, fuck. Did you watch the debate, bro? <laughs> did you watch it? Seven hundred. First off, when when Biden told my boy to shut up, I knew that was gonna be a meme. And I and twenty five minutes later, it was there. Bro, bruh told, bruh, bruh, he, he told, he told the president of the United States, <laughs> he, not, not only did he call him a clown, he yes. told bruh to shut up. up. Yes. I don't know where they do that. Last night was just ghetto. Ghetto. This is like, and then right after that, I saw one that said, um, you know, uh, we so many trillion dollars in debt. And then they got in there to give me a credit score. Worry about yourself. That's really the truth, bro. Right? That is the truth, bro. America is not the land of the great. It is the land of the debt, bro. It's um. We, we owe people our pubic hairs right now. I hope y'all know that. What? All right. Anyway. Yeah. So what I was like, let me tell you a couple things. Key takeaways. Um, I really would not. I don't know how it would work. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if it's fair. I think we need to go to a point of they mute mics. Yeah, they gotta they gotta have somebody on the side that like mute click. They they mouth be moving, but we don't hear what they saying. We don't because last night was so ignorant. It was ghetto. It was ghetto, it was ghetto as hell, bro. And it's it's tough. it was Real Housewives of presidential debates, bro. Basically, what the shit was, bro. It was like, yo, how the hell are we supposed to be listening to him? Like, first of all, let me put it like this, and I don't care who hears this, whatever the fact may be. I felt like Donald Trump won a debate last night, and Ooh. the reason why I feel like he won. It's because he was not going in there to win. Mm-hmm. He was going in there to make Joe Biden lose. Yeah. And you do that when your base walks out. Nobody on Trump's base listened to last night and go, yo, yo, he sounded terrible. He sounded crazy. No. Joe Biden had some low points yesterday where he did not fucking sound great. And it was, shit was sad. So that's why I feel like Trump lose. And he, I mean, tr- Trump won the debate and he was able to over talk. When you, when you. When he, he, biz- he businessman that man. He he punked their ass. He punked the moderator and he punked Joe Biden. And like he was saying shit, he put the pressure on Joe Biden to be like, yo, are you going to do this? Are you going to? And even Joe, when Joe Biden got flustered, he was like, man, would you shut up? You heard when he called him a clown and he was like, I mean, this man. And it was like super funny. Um, But in the, in the, how you look at things, like you got a composure. He lost composure. And when you lose composure, you lose everything. Yeah. And like, it's, sad. it's like I keep looking at this thing of, of Michael Jordan on your wall. Like Mike Jordan might have gotten frustrated, but he never lost composure. Absolutely. And so I'm not saying. First of all, I'm not voting for Trump. I don't agree with Trump. Like, and yeah, no, fuck that clown. Neither one of them care about black people. It was like two old racist white men sitting up there trying to convince people, especially people of color, that they give a damn. But that's can a whole. Can y'all hit at me, pointing? Bruh, yeah. probably can. Probably but can. the funny part was, I'm listening to last night. Um, <clears throat> did it surprise me that Trump? Couldn't denounce white supremacy? Absolutely not. Oh yeah, no, no, not at all. I don't know. Is Trump gonna get a lot of them motherfuckers killed? Let me tell you what's gonna happen. You gonna run up on the wrong one? They gonna they gonna run up on the wrong ones, and they gonna run up in the wrong area. And I said this to someone on the phone earlier today. I said it's gonna be Chicago or Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. well they not gonna, going to Chicago. They too scared. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But I, so I, I'll say down. I'll say it be Detroit because what's gonna happen is they gonna have these white boys out here thinking that they can just say whatever, do whatever, and they gonna run up on the ones. They gonna run up on the ones that's gonna say. Oh word! You got a soft wrestle? Well, we know how to use our. You know what I'm saying? You know how to. You got a soft wrestle, but we guess we know how to shave our bullets from from the AK down to the to the to SM65. You know what I'm saying? They gonna they gonna run up on them, and they ain't gonna know how to. They gonna know what to do. Absolutely. And then and then on top of that, like this motherfucker, like I haven't seen a tax return since I was 18, Bruh. I've paid taxes back to the government every year since I was 
nine. Well, yeah, I guess it would be nineteen twenty. Yeah, because working at Verizon, like when I was working there, like that that commission would fuck you over in the tax bracket. Absolutely, like, we was we was making eighty nine thousand dollars, but guess what? The way the tax bracket set up, that cuss would be on the eighty. Say the seventy eight thousand. Mm-hmm. You made eighty four. Oh, we didn't take enough money, so mm-hmm. now you got, so now you got a seven thousand dollar tax bill, and this some bitch paying seven hundred fifty dollars. Man, bro. fuck you, bro. Bro, that Yo, shit. Fuck you, bro. That shit was interesting. Oh. Um, I find it funny. Uh, who the hell? I don't know what's gonna happen, man. I hope, but like getting back to the debate. I hope next debate. I hope they really say yo. We let gotta Sam, mute the mics. Let Sam Jackson be the moderator, bro. I seen that. <laughs> I seen that meme too. We gotta mute these damn mics, bro, because it was terrible yeah. yesterday, bro. Yeah, and so it was super ignorant. Um, I just can't get over that, like, bro. Like, I have not seen a tax. I have literally watched them and looked at my W twos. I hope y'all really and out seen, here paying y'all taxes and seen too. them taking eighteen thousand dollars a year. Or no, no, what was my high year? They took twenty eight thousand dollars on me in taxes, right? Mm-hmm. For me to get a tax, for me to file my tax and get a tax bill and say I still owe them eight thousand more dollars. But then this this man has multi million dollar corporations and only pays less than a thousand dollars in tax. Bruh, crazy as shit. Um, all right, Tory Lane speaked out about Megan. Fuck Tory Lane. Tory Lane says I, I I don't know. All right, I got a real question. Who is winning the cornball race? Tory Lanez or August Alcina? Tory Lanez, because not only did he do that shit on he like Tory Lanez has had weeks to speak out. He's got lawyers, he got a team behind him. Absolutely. They could have told him a perfect time. This some bitch decides to release this shit on the same day as Breonna Taylor. And you already know how I feel about the Breonna Taylor shit. Matter of fact, hold on, I don't know if they can hear this shit, but I'm gonna play this shit from my Instagram. And it came from Sam, Samuel L. Jackson uh when he was um when it was Robocop or uh, whatnot. I don't know if y'all can hear this shit. Hold on. That's how I feel about the whole Breonna Taylor thing. That this mother is not serving time <laughs> in some federal penitentiary is a huge, hot, heaping pile of ass. So the point is this. I look at Tory Lanez. Corny. Tory Lanez is corny Tory- for that shit. The day that we we out here, we we bought, I'm ready. I, I said it this day that they ha- I said they they setting up barriers because they ready to tell us that this shit ain't gonna go how we think it should go. They oh, should have set that motherfucking city on fucking fire, bro. And I should have been there to help them do it. But the thing is that this corny ass motherfucker, you skipping shit and what we supposed to be talking my about. My bad. I'm sorry. You asked about Tory Lanez. That's what I hate about yo. These. You come on the podcast <laughs> and you skip shit. I'm sorry, but this this corny motherfucker decides to do this shit on top of like the, the you already we already know what the story is, bro. The story is you shot a black woman in the foot, regardless if it was on some Harlem night shit or whatever the case may be. Y'all arguing. You still <laughs> shot a black woman in the foot, and the, you decide to release your motherfucking album on the day when we find out this shit, bro. You was a cornball, and your team's a cornball, bro. Oh, well, they team, they team is definitely a cornball. Fuck Tory, bro. Bro, that shit. That let me tell you about Tory Lanez. I hate to say it, and I hate for anybody that's listening. This is what happened when you fucking five three, bro. This is what happened when you 5'3", like real shit. 5'3", type dudes do this shit, bro. And I laugh. Can you... T- I'm about to mute this nigga, Mike. I look at Tory Lanez and I say... I know he said he released an album on his mom's... I think her birthday. His mom that passed. Ooh, I was just close to saying, ooh. And so what's sad about... Let me tell you what's sad about that is... You do that and... I didn't listen to Tory Lane's music. I, you know, I don't listen to a lot of Tory Lane's music anyway. But from what I understood, or what the biggest thing that came out of this is none of that music was for your mom. 
Right. Right. And, and, and so you I, have, I don't I want to be very fucking clear. Like I'm not really a Mad Stallion fan, but that's a black woman regardless. Like, yeah, yeah. Bruh, like like you said, fuck all that. I I'm this close to saying you'll fuck your moms and all that shit like that because you you saying that you did this on your mom's date, da da. da. How ironic that the date is of Brianna Taylor's thing. How ironic that it's against that you dissed everybody on the album or talking about the whole situation, glorifying that fake ass Kylie Jenner and all her fucking family. Fuck them too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like I'm so I'm so triggered by that shit, bro, because it, it it don't make no sense to me because you had all this time to speak out. You oh, had he ran. Weeks. You had time to speak out. You got a team that you got lawyers that you pay for. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you went through the other thing a couple of years back that 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 you speak out a week after, but you wait a couple of months after, huh? Oh, well, you know how niggas. You know how these people do. It don't. It don't. It don't. It, 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 it just. It don't sit with me. So to to me, as much as I hate this cancel culture. Tory is canceled to me. I haven't. I've deleted all his music. I haven't played Tory. In I don't know how long. Like I just can't do it because, uh, like you said, like you about to get into that nigga. That nigga's a short ass nigga. Like I'm five seven, but I don't act like that shit, bro. <laughs> if I do some shit wrong, I'm a man about my shit. I stand about it and I bite the bullet on that shit, bro. You you sit here. He five three, bro. He can't help it. Yo, fuck him. Yo, fuck him and all that shit. <laughs> shout out you know to all mean? the people that's. I shout just, out I to just, everybody that's listening. It's five three. Yo. Y'all the real MVPs, man. Hey, don't run up on me though. Nate Robinson. Listen, I'm just slapping. <laughs> um, all right. So Sorry, I got I got triggered, y'all. Since you already didn't jump to the topic, um, I did. Oh, let me look at my phone. Yeah, you ain't been looking at the damn topics. Sorry. Cause now we gotta talk about Breonna Taylor, but you didn't went off. Sorry. Um, for those who do not know, Breonna Taylor, the uh, the Attorney General. You can't trust shoot, niggas who can't, nigga who don't have chest, a, niggas. You can't trust people that don't have good shape ups, bro. I didn't realize that his shape up is trash. He need to go see Sharpest Nails. Shout out to Sharpest Nails. Go see him, bro. No, um, no, we don't. We don't put that nigga in Sharpest Nails. Shit, he Sharpest Nails are worth more than that shit, bro. Bro, I look, I look at people and I say, the Attorney General. Not only the charges came down and it was for a wall. It was for a fucking wall, bro. So a black woman lost her life, and. Mm-hmm. Because they missed, that's that's what they were charged with. Yeah, and it wasn't they; it was one. It was the it was one. A, it was the initial officer that went in the door first, not the person, not the people that that. You know that's what bothered me about that shit, bro. What bothered you, bro? Let it let because, it out <laughs> because they charged the motherfucker that pro, that that went in first, right? They didn't charge the motherfuckers that went around him to make sure they didn't hit the officer in front of them and shot around him that actually could, you know, that hit her. Like, to this point, they still haven't been honest about ballistics and none of that shit to which bullets from which gun hit who. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, I, I'm so, like... It's it's annoying. It's You know, I, when I saw it, I was like, damn. I said, we live finally in a society. Well, we... Not finally, but we live in a society where they really like, yo, we charging you for missing niggas now. Yeah, they, they they charge you for a, a bullet that could have went through a wall to hit somebody that that honestly I think they said the next apartment one of them apartments was vacant and the other person wasn't home that night, bro. Yeah, no, that's that's the the what? craziest thing I've ever heard. You charge him because they could have hit somebody that wasn't there, bro. The, you might always say, <laughs> hey, we we charged them from because uh, you know they came out with the joint that said what, what bullets did hit, right? Shout out to Inspirate, um, that bullet shit hit, right? Yeah, and. Uh, them boys, um, they might well charge them for shooting the pots and pans. Might as well have. You know what I mean? Um, but either way, I think I think at this point, like, for real, for real, like, we on some shit where we need to be. And this is why I don't own a gun because my my temperament for shit like this is so done. Oh, it's time to get a like, gun. It, it's, I know. I need to get one. But it, it's so done because 
I, I'm I'm ready to ride out. Like I'm ready to do. Like I, at this point, you we gotta. Man, I'm gonna say this, and I swear, like I I, I hope that this the Uh-oh, intent time of it, for us to get off air. <laughs> the intent is good. This nigga better get my podcast canceled already. Some These we gotta kill views. one of them for them to understand what it feels like. Man, that shit ain't gonna happen. And well, let me put like this. And it will because guess what's gonna happen? We're we're gonna get convicted as a Dylan Roof. And not get and get a higher jail sentence, and then the world will notice. See, if you notice with America, we don't give a fuck when the people in America say anything. It's when them other motherfuckers around the curse that we need money from because we in debt feel some type of way. Yeah, but that shit ain't gonna ever. Like, here's the thing: you can a black officer can kill a white boy right now, and he went to jail for life. Yeah, he did. So that's what I'm saying. It's not gonna make a difference. Like this, this shit is is this is why. And you know, um, sorry y'all, who uh, my mic got turned off. But um, me and Key talked about this off air because um, I got a lot of a lot of. And I, if you have a podcast, I'm not saying this because we get a bunch of likes or a bunch of listens and shit like that. But we got a lot of people that was hitting us up, um, wanting us to promote voting and wanting us to run ads for voting. And I was just like, Nah, I'm not doing that shit. One because you're not paying me. Two because I talk about that shit so much. Anyway, I don't need to record an ad. This is why people y'all got to get out here and we got to vote, man. This is why. Let me tell you something. The attorney general, you vote for him. This isn't no, oh, I apply for the shit and they pick who they want. No, no, no. This is, you know, you look at the attorney general and you say, yo, this is an elected official. You go out there and you say, hell no. Now, a lot of us, we thought, you know, okay, it's a black guy running. He's going to look out for us. No, that's not how this shit goes. You got to know where people stand out on the fence. And you really got to start getting people to fuck up out of here. So keep that in mind, especially when y'all vote. And I hope everybody go out there and vote. For those who do not know, Rico is looking up an expose yourself question within the notebook. I hope it's appropriate because shit, it never is. I'm um, never appropriate, by the way. Uh, he's very inappropriate. All right, what question you got? <laughs> Just pick one. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Here we go, y'all. Oh. I want to do this one, but I don't want to do this one. This is why. I oh, hey Sierra, Hold, let me get my shout outs. What's here. up, Sierra? Shout okay. out to Sierra. Uh, she does skincare. Let me tell y'all something about Sierra. If she asks, if you ask her her skin routine, and she asks you questions, answer them damn questions, so she ain't got to be uh fussing about it on Twitter. That should be mm-hmm. super funny. Who else up in here? Shout out to. Oh shit, Contour Life. Uh. You got your shit? <laughs> all these are spectrum are, calling me. No, all man. of these are relative to masturbation in this book. What is going? Who bro, writes these questions? I don't, I don't write none of them questions, bro. Go, go okay, ahead. so I'll go with this one because if you got a um, check by, you can't read it. Wait, all right, another. No, thank you, Kevin. Cool. Go ahead. What's your middle name? Bernard. It's on all my stuff. Yeah, Bullwer. You're right, Bullwer. You're right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I didn't get out I, my government, nigga. So. See, I, see I, just, <laughs> I just happened to think about it. So, um, I'm not gonna ask one of the masturbation, which is like a common theme in this book. Um, so yeah, what is a decent time frame to move in with someone you just met? And this came from oh, at yeah. O Clan. Is that O Clan? O'Clary. O'Clary, yeah. Shout out to Clarissa get all her questions read. That's my sister in law. Oh, hey sister. Hey sister. She gets all of her questions read. Literally, I don't think she has anymore. Um, I don't know. What's what's your feed? 
I, what's your idea? What's your idea of I feel like, with I feel like love had love and relationships have no bounds. So Oh hell nah. Fuck no, that. No, no, no. No, for real. It, you should go based off how you feel and then go from there. But I would say um decent time frame. I would say we've been serious. We've we've come to the conclusion that we're both together. Like we've had that discussion. Okay. So again, we've communicated, we're both on the same page. And if we've been Consistently and consistent with dating, I would say like eight months. Eight months, okay. Yeah. You eight ain't months. moving. I, I I don't believe in none of that shit. Let me tell y'all something. Me and my wife did move in together until we got engaged. Because do you think they made it better or did it make it worse? Was it was it um, like a good time frame or was it kind of like oh shit I still got so much shit to learn or was it like if I had known this before we probably wouldn't have got this far like. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, me and her always said, we glad, um, if me and her would have, let's say I proposed in like September, she moved in with me in January, Mm -hmm. right? Cool. Let's say that, let's say I was planning on getting married. I mean, planning on proposing in September, but she moved in in like July. I would have pushed September to fuck that. Like, nah, buddy. Yeah, bro, because well, it's kind of like what you said. Like, so for me, I think eight months is early. You think it's a good time period, but and it may be for me if it would have. Um, it was so much I did not know about her until she moved in, mm-hmm. and even though, let me put it in perspective, uh, every weekend she was with me. Sometimes mm-hmm. during the week she was with me. So, so the, what, it wasn't, what makes the difference? That extra three, four days? No, yeah, man, like it was real, like because like now, let's say she comes over to my, you know, when when um. When I got my crib and she was coming over, mm-hmm. you know, if something was, she didn't worry about, yo, she left the lights on. I would just turn them shits off. I was the one like, yo, let's turn this off, whatever. But now that she's moving in, she has equal say so. Mm-hmm. Um, and on certain things that she was responsible for, she had to say so. And I was like, nah, this shit ain't gonna work or that ain't gonna work. And then it took a long period of time for me to really um, break this down of like me accepting that this isn't my house anymore. This is her house. Those so wait, wait, it doesn't go from yours to ours. It goes yours to hers. Like, to, well, it went to <laughs> ours. But um, the reason why I said it, I had to realize like this is her house also because it's before it before uh, she, it was hard for me to get that. Mm-hmm. I did not get that. Uh, for those who do not know, I bought my home when I was twenty four. Like I was fresh out of college. Ooh, I had been out of college, but I had been out of college for like a year and a half. You know, yeah. and I get a crib and it was a huge step. It was something serious. Yeah. Like it shit. It was it was a lot on me. So when I finally got it, I'm like, all right, I accomplished this one thing. I'm super happy about it. I'm paying attention to every little thing. I'm super I'm getting it young. Let's mm-hmm. keep it one hundred. I'm getting it super young. And then everything into my home really, really, really bothered me. Like right. little things. And then she comes, she moves in, and this is somebody who Mind you, she's been living on her own since she was 18. Mm-hmm. I didn't move out until I was 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So she had been out and she had things the way she ran it. And so she's bringing that in. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we going through back and forth. So for me, mm-hmm. I look at it like this. Definitely like, yo, stick it out a year on your own. Try that mm-hmm. going back and forth. Um, but if you are getting married, definitely move in with your significant other. At least yeah. as soon as y'all get engaged or right before. I've lived with one woman before um, in a long-term relationship and. It was little things about myself that I realized. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a stickler for trash being out 
on Wednesdays. I'm a, I'm a stickler for closing these goddamn cabinets. I'm a close. I'm a stickler for if you put the shit in the washing machine, put it at least in the dryer so it's dry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and certain things you don't know that about people yeah. until you move in with them. Yeah. And then you know, reason why I don't tell people to move in with somebody early is because man, what if that shit don't work? Who going to fuck out? I don't be doing all the extra shit. She's the only woman I ever lived with. That's the only one I've ever. Whoever came this in, shit like, don't work whoever, out. It's over. whoever came in last got to move out first. Yeah. Oh gosh. Absolutely though. <laughs> so it's, fellas, have your own so that way you can be bro, on the up and up. <laughs> some of y'all is hobosexuals, and we know it. Y'all just bouncing from couch to couch. Um. Last minute highlights. Uh, it's really just sports unless y'all got something to say. If y'all got any questions in the comments, leave it. But we've been doing a podcast almost two hours, so it's almost time to get the fuck up out of here. Oh, yeah, it's time to eat and drink, bro. Um. Let's do it like this. You oh, gonna look. mute this shit so oh, people you. can't hear. I know, but it's coming in the mic over there. I don't know, but you ever look at yourself on on the thing? No, I don't look at myself. Um, NBA sports updates. The Heat is playing in LA tonight. I got LA in six. Um, it better not go. Honestly, LA should win in five, but if it goes six, it's it's whatever, man. I don't give a fuck. Um, Mark Cuban found Delonte West yes. at a gas station. Mark Cuban is my favorite NBA owner because he he just. I don't know, man. He, he he when you they they talk about owners that look out for people or whatnot. This man looks out for his people. He does. Like I, I th- it's, it's, it's so crazy. The only thing that bothers me um about Delonte West, like for those who do not know, Delonte West, um, he's played NBA. He's played he played in NBA for multiple teams over a multiple time of years. Um, Delonte West gets a pension. I don't mm-hmm. know what the average NBA pension is, but it ain't cheap. And I would yeah. love to know where his money is going. I would I matter would, of fact. Well, you know, they talked about it. It was um it was in an article that like um his basically family. Mm-hmm. Basically his his pension goes into um uh, his family. Like that's it. Like, dude, like it it's so strange for me to know that when a man was healthy in the league, making all this money, paying off houses, paying people to be you know, all this stuff and they were family, that when this man got to a point where his mental health was an issue that none of them looked out for him. Like to me, that would be the ultimate will of power to get myself together, kind of. Because you, but it, it's our privilege about saying too. You also know what the strength of what people are going through. But I will say that 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 makes me look at things now very, very differently. Because this man was in the league. Mm-hmm. He was a great player. Yeah, yeah, great player. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, the people you took care of didn't take care of you. Absolutely. And that 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 hurts. Like that that really pisses me off and hurts because there's probably a lot of progression and debt freeness that happened with the people that it, you know that was there and it's in his family his circle or whatever and these motherfuckers didn't take care of him it took it took an NBA owner who's a multi-million dollar probably billionaire at this point right probably at some point or close to it entrepreneur Mark Cuban oh he's a billionaire you know what I'm saying for to, sure to say I'm going to go out today in my Tesla because it finally got to me that one of the, my ex players is out here on the street and I'm going to find him. And then I'm going to find him and I'm not only find him, I'm going to, ain't going to say take care of, but help. Yeah. He helped. He put him in a retirement plan. I, well, I ain't going to say that NBA players haven't tried to help him because it's evident that a lot of, um, it's evident that a lot of players, a lot of players know about, about bruh. About mm-hmm. Delonte West. Yeah. For those who don't know, he did play for Cleveland, and his mm-hmm. career, I would like to say his career went down once that whole thing came out about him and LeBron James' mom. It was a wrap after that. 
I know he went to Dallas. He's do you feel? Do you feel because of who LeBron James is that that of all the good things that happened with LeBron that that might be something that was negative that LeBron James had contribution to? Nah, he ain't got contr- this dude is a he's a drug addict. They ain't got he ain't like LeBron putting that shit in your but, arm. But if he if he survived all that time and was good, and then this comes out about him and LeBron. Oh, let, mom, let, me, let me tell you what what probably happened. Bruh is playing for Cleveland, mm-hmm. and just kind of like Derek Fisher, right? Um, sorry if I was I had the whole screen on this damn thing over here. Um, let me tell you what happened. You're you're LeBron James's teammate. It mm-hmm. comes out that you're messing with the star, the face of the NBA's mom. Mm-hmm. Just like Derek Fisher, nobody trusts you in the locker room anymore. Mm-hmm. So you get froze out, bro. You people don't trust you, and people kind of look at you and go, <clears throat> "You messed that up." Mm-hmm. Like that was a big deal. It was. It was a huge deal. I mean, deal. at that point, we hadn't heard nothing about LeBron's life. We haven't heard shit about LeBron nothing. James' life since then. Yeah. If you keep it 100, like, we have not heard anything about LeBron James' life then. Outside of, this is my wife, I love my wife, I love my kids. And that's it. You don't hear nothing about And then what happens is, LeBron, the story comes out, LeBron loses that final, I mean, that, uh, that conference finals game. Mm-hmm. LeBron leaves Cleveland. Yeah. That was it. LeBron was done with Cleveland after that. Mm-hmm. And I would be, too, because one of your teammates who you literally passing the ball to is mama. smashing your mom. Like, that shit is fucked up. But, and I think what happens is he says, all right, I'm going to Dallas. He tries to resurrect himself. Shit does not go well. And, you know, it was, that used to be the story on. about him. And so, yeah. You, you latch know, on to the drugs. Of it. It's a sucky thing there. So, um, I, does, <sighs> I do help he, hope he gets help. Um, I know Mark Cuban is probably looking out for him and trying oh, yeah. to help him. Um, yeah, like I said, Mark Cuban is one of my – because he was one of the first owners that said – when all this stuff happened, he's like, yo, I'm paying full wages. It don't matter. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. When all this stuff was going down, Mark Cuban was like, yo, we going to cover a lot of people's shit. Um, you know, I ha- I was one of the big I- – I had a problem with a lot of these NBA players paying billionaire owners, employees because of corona. I nah. believe that was bullshit. Yeah, well, um, uh, what's the boy name? A- what's the boy name? That Zion did Yeah, they slipped out of his uh, shoes. Zion. Yeah. yeah, he did it. It was a couple of people, and I was like, yeah, and that's bullshit. stupid. Like your, your owner, your owner got cash flow come. Your owners got cash flow in coming in like like crazy. Yeah, but any pain. And, and again, that's why I I, I I really got into latching on to the Mark Cuban thing because he legit was like the first one to say, regardless of whatever happens, if you are an employee at America, are they American Airlines? No, not American Airlines. That's Miami. Um, whatever their arena name is for the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. He I was like, if you're an employee, United. Here, you're good. Yeah. And I and I thought that that was what everybody should have, should have done. <laughs> but instead, they kind of pushed him as the black sheep of owners. And I yeah. thought that was that was funny as shit. Yeah, nah, it is what it is. Anyway, I want everybody to check out uh, Rickland's. Give me your information, even though it's on the live. I'm about to yeah. just cut the live. Yeah. So, you know, check me out. Rickland Young. It's at the bottom. It's everything, everything you can find me on is Rickland Young. From Instagram to Facebook, my website is Rickland Young. Find me, follow me, check me out, hire me. All right, <laughs> and I'm gonna holler at y'all on here. Anyway, um, shout out to everybody that was in the live. Uh, I would share on IGTV, but fuck all that, man. We might as well. I ain't post shit in a minute. Um, <laughs> so last things. Uh, that's the last couple things I got for you guys. Um, thank you for everybody that's listening on Instagram. Please make sure y'all go check us out. Um. I am underscore Gavin B. Please, 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 please. If you like what you hear, and if you're a photographer, please hop on um, Facebook at No More Pie by Gavin B. Make sure you check us out on there. If you are 
what else what are, what are we be doing in our group our group is cool man it's a lot of photographers a lot of people that really care um please make sure you follow us at paid and exposure underscore podcast and um i'm gonna holler at y'all next time bye